professional, you know. Oh, oh, hey, we're talking about not professional. Say we're starting or something. The song throws me. It sounds like a you waltz. Just, what is wrong, man? You know. Well, what do you Other mean? than the health. No, I'm fine. What else you going through? Nothing. Why? Because I've been yeah, you just bitchy. agitated. Yeah, bitchy. Ag- but we lost agitated. the game Tuesday that we should have won. Coach didn't call timeout. We down by three, five seconds left. He don't call timeout. Then the kid took a crazy three. Hey, I'm Lewis Dakes. I'm Jeff Arnold. Um, so I don't think is and then it's in a man's world. You forgot. Oh right. What's the name of the show? It's in a man's world. Okay. Uh, we were supposed to have. I think I'm gonna change the name of the show. To what? Trying to figure that out, you know. It's just. Is it that time? This of the man month? ain't here. This dude. Is it, is it the time of the month for you? No, I have no time. Oh, it, speak of the what you call speak of the devil. Man, yeah. This dude, it's just Philly time. Sorry, man, but if, if this was a if this was a white. I'd be late. Just to prove a point. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, this you wouldn't. Blackness at its worst. Oh, and it's Black History Month. Yeah. You should be on time. No, that's why I'm late. Now, next month, if you if I'm late, I understand. But Black History Month should be like, you know. Is your thing tape? Is it a tape on your thing? Oh, no. No, it's yeah. just plastic. I never oh, you didn't it took it off. See. It's kind of raggedy. This would never happen on Jimmy Fallon. You know yeah, what happened? Jimmy they just edited it out. You were, like your attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, my question is, hello, Dan, how you doing, nigga? How was the trip? Was it something that caused you to be late? No. I didn't know that you went to Germany. Huh? I didn't know you, I didn't know you could come in and just plug your stuff in without asking the boss lady. This is her outlet. Oh. You're just going, hey. But don't, don't say it. Y'all like compare it to me. <laughs> don't, say, don't say it like you know that. You know what's oh, hilarious? that's right. Last time we talked to Dan and he was on a trip with the guys in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How did that go? Man, it went great. It went wonderful. Now, Ball. did you get along with everyone? It was only How three many of us. It was only three, well, oh, man, it was great. Let me, are we talking? Are we live now? Talking about it? We've been live since you. Oh, I'm you sorry. Hey, <laughs> y'all, compared to me, you two niggas look like y'all on crack. What are you talking about? Yeah. Y'all do. You mean we look in shape? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> well, oh, no. Before we, before we go any no, further, then you have to realize. Uh, Jeff, Jeff that, is a man. star now because no, Jeff wasn't here last week. I bet okay. Because he was on a photo shoot. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he um, he he he's you just uh, never recognized a model shine. for um, for Russell Westbrook's clothing line. You are gift. kidding! Yeah, look there you go. Look at that. Exactly. It's look at that hair. Now let me let me flawless. tell you what's really that, that's special. A, that's no, no, a, let me tell you what's no, different go back about to that, the first. No, right. so, let me tell you what's different about that picture. I never seen Jeff with a black woman, but that's interesting. Oh, hilarious! It's <laughs> true. He did like. Yeah, uh, but okay, being a hard Chicago guy. <laughs> yeah, being a yeah. Okay, so look at that picture. I, okay, and I'm glad you're here, Jeff, so you can ask ask me. Who told you to put your your right hand on move. her shoulder? That was my move. That's that, that's not a. Uh, How that, are you gonna does tell that me? look real? You act like she's pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Um, what what about the kiss on the fore, on top of the head? Was that yeah, what move? was that? That's my thing. So it's, now it's this me. is Russell Westbrook's line. Yes. Okay, now I'm gonna now find you, out you know, because I play golf with his dad. Okay. So I'm gonna. So you think that this Jeff might be not telling the truth? Yeah, something. It yeah. could be somebody else's I think, clothing yeah, line. Yeah, I think yeah, because it's just how she looks. Cousins. Look how she's she not looking at it. When a woman's comfortable, she kind of got her eyes. She, she yeah, she, down like who I mean, is this she, nigga? Yeah, I mean it's awkward. Y'all <laughs> niggas is some hating ass. No, I'm just saying that's that not a good picture. I don't believe is she's supposed to be your wife. Yes. I. It looks like y'all just met. No, you, it does. Do you have a gold chain on, nigga? Yeah. What the fuck? 
fuck? Who wears a gold chain yeah, with their pajamas? Is that a smoking? At a photo that? shoot. Like, this nigga's. What, what is that supposed to. What, what, and what? man, just keep piling on. No, what? No, I just. We're not hating. We're just asking you no, what. Y'all are. Jeff, yeah, I love you. Jeff, you know I, I love you. They look like pajamas to me. It is pajamas. Okay. So, what does she have on? Yeah, she, she going to work why, and you yeah. at the crib. Why do you have pajamas on and she doesn't? So, oh, it's the old it's, school. It's, Let the woman work. No, it's the morning after. I'm kissing her on her way to work. And what about your job? I mean, you forgot that you ain't. You worked at night. Yeah, I'm okay. Balling. Oh, he worked right. at night. Now this next one. Oh, this one, nigga balling. Hold on, he balling. The next one I like. I like this next okay, one. Okay, let me see the next one. I, I like this one here. Um, that one I like. That's and, nice. And he's in rhythm because that's what he does. The step. That's more natural. Way well, Chicago. Yeah, so that's so the more one natural. One thing we can never take away from Big Jeff is that he is Chicago. He he got he know how to step. Even yeah. if he don't know how to step, we gotta assume. Now I'm, you know, I'm assuming you know, that oh, gaslight. Y'all gaslight <laughs> on assuming on what I don't know how to do. No, I didn't. I, Jeff, I, I came was, out my mama's womb stepping. I believe that. No, they no, said no, it. No, you did. Yes, I you did. did. That's why you had to get a job. Like, when you gonna tell one. me? Was you there in the room? You didn't come out of your mama's womb stepping because you couldn't walk. How you gonna tell me what I did? Next picture, please. Okay. Fuck, yo. Let's see this next picture. Now, look at that. That's gangster right now, there. Wait a who's like, the, the nigga next to you? That's supposed to be his son. <laughs> um, that's gangster. Well, <laughs> see, it looks like it's a crip meeting or some shit like that. They got brown and blue on? Yes. And their stands. What's up, Jeff? You from Chicago. Now, you, exactly? so, so first of all, Lewis, he's turning his back on the disciples. So Chicago ain't even going to like this picture here. That's a whole different minute, game. So you done changed your set. No, that's gangster. That's disciple right there. No, okay. no the they disciples? ain't. Okay. Yeah, I know the disciples. Homie, I went to school with some of them niggas. First of all, all oh, of us God. are too old to be talking about gangs. But, so, no, but look not. how he's standing. He's a gangster. That looks like it's at the, uh, what's that, the club that everyone goes to when they get old, the Elks Club? No, or? you know what this looks like? It looks like his son is visiting him in prison because Jeff got them brown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, next wow. picture. Yeah, I don't like wow. that picture. Yeah, I don't like that one. Jeff, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. <coughs> now, that... Oh, hold up. This don't even look like a family. <laughs> we were saying that... We were saying that the, the little the boy... Hate. The little boy looked like the, the movie actual, Us. The hate. Yeah. The police. She's not even helping me out. It's the hate. The it's nigga the, on the black one looks like, like Manu Bolson. shit. Yeah, they said he looked you know, like he from uh, Get Out, the movie Get Out. Get out. Or, or, yeah. or Ganya, one or the other. Now, the girl looks... The girl's supposed to be his daughter. I thought the the dark skinned tall boy and the girl, light skinned girl tall, were mother were married. No, and then they had the little babies. They had the little babies. Okay, no. that's cool. That's what I thought Jeff were playing grandparents. And maybe Jeff, yeah, they were grandparents. No, yeah. No. So I yeah. want to know who Y'all put this shit together. Now Jeff, up. Jeff looks like he just got. Got home. Got home from jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like you know. Why are you incarcerated? Yeah, because you got that look. No, I don't. Like, 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 like. You know, you know what he, he looks like? Found innocent. Innocent project. You, you, you appreciate this? That's a raw way picture right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks like that's what somebody else told me. My muse said it looks like portrait. Yeah, like that yo, you would walk by the store yeah. and say, "Oh, wow." And if you look low, it looks like it's a chain on Jeff foot. Like he can't run nowhere. So okay, wow. real, okay. The little wow. girl. I like her little skirt outfit. Her outfit's cute. Yes. Cute. All right, go ahead. Next, next. Uh, Little boy looks. There's scared, more. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's so that's a great picture right there. That's a handsome picture of you, but the yes, boy looks picture, like Jeff. this is not my dad. They made me take a picture. <laughs> Jeff, you look sixty here. I'm proud to be sixty. Oh, you, you are sixty. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you was that old. Yeah. Okay, you, you look your age. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. a nice picture. I like yeah. that picture. Jeff, how old are you? Huh? How old are you? I don't know, but that change shouldn't be in the okay. picture. But how old are you? Yeah, he I'm fifty five. Okay, we'll get to sixty. All right. I hope so. If the Lord said the same, you know. Do I, feel some, do I feel some way. animosity here towards this well, man? Well, no. what's funny to me is like he's also trying to keep his, his eyes straight. 
Oh, the one? Yeah, okay, he's really that's focused. Fucking... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my eye is not caca. So he's now I have a he's lady. Like, he's like, he I am not going to take, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to take a picture like Shaq. I, I am going to look straight. No, but <laughs> it, it's good. So congratulations. Okay, thank you. That's enough for No, that. my question is, did no, they pay not. you for this? You don't think I did it for free? Come well, on. Jeff, you a good dude. Yeah, no, I got paid. Okay. Compensated very well. Okay. No, I believe you should. Yes. I, yeah. I can't wait till it comes out. Well, they definitely save money on oh, the photographer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know who I that told, I was. said, we're going to see him on a billboard. And we're like, oh, that's Jeff. And then you're going to hate on that because y'all no, probably No, we're not. Go, we're going to hate on that. Go so there. you can't say, what would, what would, can we say that would not make you feel like you're so it's sensitive that's hate? It's complimentary, man. It's we just said, we just telling what we see. You can't be successful without the haters. So I embrace We're not it. hating it. Jeff, I have never I hated on you it. in my life, man. I love it. Keep it coming. Me and you have been partners since day one, it. homie. We're not hating. We're just saying that. You do hate. I'm not hating. Anytime you tell Chris Spencer that I'm going to fuck up his show, that's hating. No, I did. How that's, long ago? Was that the hate. argument y'all had a while ago? Yes. That's hate. He, bro, he holding on to that he shit. I don't no. think I don't think you apologized the right way, dog. No. I'm just gonna say it. I, I'm gonna get him. I'm Explain it to me what happened. I'm again. gonna ask him for a signed <laughs> autograph from his pictures. Okay, that's he, a, that'll help. But can you please and tell frame me? It. Can you please tell me just real quick? No, I'm not going over that again. I, because Jeff is, is bothering me. Uh, he'll get over it. I'm just saying because like Jeff got said, big hands and he hit I, hard and I don't want him to slip. I, Fuck me up because he's still mad at you. No, he's good. just uh, mad. He'll work oh, through so, it. Okay. <laughs> I have enough talent where he won't hit me. Uh, okay. Damn. Well, <laughs> you know that's dude, running short now. Damn. Oh. That's running short. Because uh, my talent is surpassing you right now. He's feeling himself. He is a model. Always hey, have. He's, Always hey, have. I love confidence. Always have. Now, I, Jeff, real quick, what you have on? Is that Russell I was going to ask him that, too. Yeah, yeah because it's kind of nice. the style. This yeah. yeah. No, this is mine. Oh, damn, you got style, nigga. Exactly. It just, it just goes, yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait till he goes back to Chicago and show people these pictures. Uh, well, that's okay. The motherfuckers from Chicago already been hitting me, right, complimenting me. Oh, oh so is that gone. already? Yes. But what is it on? Where is it on? Yeah, what's it on? It's on Instagram, Honor the Gift. Okay. Russell Westbrook's All right, so let's move on. Um, yeah. It is, uh, we have a great show for you today. Wonderful. Uh, Melanie that, Griffin. And, Melanie um, Camacho, no, maybe? Melanie Camacho. What did I say? Melanie, Melanie Griffin. Griffin. You're thinking oh. white. Maybe, Mel hey, oh, see, you don't, you don't got him all flustered with this threat. No, Man, no. these niggas saying different no, names. No, yeah. no. Melanie, because I was about Polis, to say. I don't like being in the middle of have these you two oversized large Have you seen Melanie's movie? No, I have not seen it, but I did support it in terms of saying I hope people watch it. I supported it that way. <laughs> I saw it. And wait a minute. Why don't you wait till you get here? Because I no, I'm not be... going to say. I'm going to tell it was great. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> was it good? I, I didn't see it. Let's move on. I haven't saw it. Yet. I didn't even get invited to the screening. So yeah. uh, I mean, but I still support. It will make you scream. Uh, <laughs> was it a scary movie? No. Oh. It, yeah, it is. Well, it's kind of. No, no, no I didn't it was know. a comedy. See, see y'all asking me stuff I hey, don't man, know, and I don't no. want to be throwing the it jokes was, out there no. for y'all to lob and catch It was her first project. Yeah, and, and I'm really happy got, for her. And, and you got to understand that she put up all her money for that. Yeah, no, I'm really so proud of her. She I, did I things that. that. I haven't seen it, but when I heard about it. But and the main thing is she's got it on. Did she take you assistant? No, no. He was charging her too much. No, but it was just. Well, Jeff would have been a great. Jeff knows the business, right? He but I mean, so he should have been, been a good co-director. Thing, he would have been. It'd have been, you know, you know. I'm proud of it that you know she stepped up and she didn't wait. She put on. She like I did. In, was yeah. you proud of me? Because yes. I didn't know who you say you was she proud was of in, me. She invested in herself, and that's what she. Yeah. And, and that's she bet on herself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna come down to your and hers for the for the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Jeff said something funny. He said it wasn't right. It was something else. <laughs> oh, no, Jeff. Not yours. Oh, oh no, no, I know, but I'm just saying. Said I'm just it saying. Was, he said something really funny. He ain't going to say that, but oh, he, he ain't going to say what he said to me. But look, but, but, he gonna sit but, but this is a was, prime oh, example. I just want. <laughs> okay, well, let's hold off for that. But I do. <laughs> you don't want people to click off. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say. I do want to. Ooh, I felt that punch. Uh, I do want to say that. I thought it would have been, I didn't see the movie at all, nor the screening. But knowing Jeff, his history, working in television, and things like that, I'm going to give him a- I supported it because I rented it. You rented it? Oh, yeah. it's out? Yeah, it's out. I rented On it DVD? just for 30 days. You could rent it forever and have it. And I just felt that was too much <laughs> for my TV to hold. It was $9.99. <laughs> but said, I, I'm going I'm to go home. I'm going to rent it. I'm going to watch it tonight. I rent. Poet is rented. Boss rented. What is it on? It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. So I've been saying this, Jeff. The next time someone doesn't want to accept your help, have them call me, and then I'm going to speak with them and say, this is the man you need to hire to be your AD or your whatever, director. It was so many people who, with the credits, had RIP after their name. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Oh, that's the movie? John was everybody. Everybody, I'm like, damn, they died. You know what? Yeah. yeah. That's the only tough thing about when you put out a movie kind of late. You know, you. He was like, oh, he died too. Yeah, he did, yeah. You got to put that. Especially when you got to loop him. Okay. Especially when you got to loop him. Who's going to do his voice? So uh, it is um, Black History Month. Yeah, and it's almost over. So, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Thanks. That's funny. It's, it's started off bad. That's funny. What? Black History Month. Uh, what? In what way? With Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah, that was a Jewish. <sighs> yeah. a black woman with a Jewish name gets suspended for two I'm weeks. Ver- the I'm, first day of Black I, History Month. I'm just like, well, wow. I'm disappointed. And what? I like. No, listen. Let I like how why. Sunny didn't say anything. She yeah. just stood there. Like, well, you know, no, 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 no. Let me tell you why I'm disappointed. I'll be in that chair let, next let me tell you why I'm. Di- <laughs> Sonny's like, keep talking with me. Yeah. Just one know. more and I got that paycheck coming. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell you why, Jeff. Because it's not whether she says something that was hurtful. Because I don't understand religion. One thing one thing as a comic for me, I never touch anything I don't think I know anything about. Right. But. Well, that's a lot. Well, that's why I got one joke, my <laughs> Well, he thinks he's funny. I know, but I'm a, Jeff, my guy, so I'm gonna let him hit me every now and then. Cause then I'm gonna hit him back. But, but no, uh, really I know, I know that was cold. That's, just, yeah, how long me, have you known him? I've been him? an ally of Jeff. How long have you known him? Who, Lou? Yeah, ninety-two. Okay, when I first time. came out, about the same yeah. time. I met hey, Lou. Him and I haven't spent as much time as you and I. Yeah, but but I will say this to Lou's you credit: you don't find him to be an asshole. To lose credit, I'm going to say that when we met, he's you know he had heard I was from Philly, so he, he didn't embrace you. Yeah, he okay. didn't act like a comic that wasn't cool. Okay, and you know, and um, he's always gave me good. You know, he's never said anything bad about my comedy or nothing like that. You know, because I cursed him at the time. Lou was definitely well. Yeah, I'm quite sure a lot of niggas. I've heard about that, but um, no, he's always been. No, I've I, always thought Daniel was. Funny. I've always thought you were funny. Yeah, just in different lanes. He's overpassed. <laughs> but let me say this real quick so people can understand. Here's the issue I have with her being suspended. One, Whoopi Goldberg has been an ally of the Jewish community. She has been someone, probably more ally to them than to maybe us in some aspect. I'm not saying I'm not um, saying what she said was right or condoning because I don't understand. But like I said before, as black people, when we look, if you put a, a white man here, me, and an Asian guy here, we're going to say he's black, he's Asian, he's white. We're not, we don't know religion by color. Would you agree? 
So that's what I'm saying. What she said was she wasn't really, she, and she did not enhance Hitler. She didn't say nothing like the Holocaust wasn't terrible. She Everybody was. But she was saying was she felt like it was a white-on-white -white crime, not right. knowing, not knowing right. that the Jewish community takes their nationality as a race. As a race, yeah. And because it was Hitler trying to erase, quote-unquote, make a superior race, that's where I think it came in at. So... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not embracing her or condoning her. But I'm saying, I don't think she should have been suspended. I think she, when she apologized twice, and when she they said well, when he went when she went on uh, Gobert that she doubled down. No, it's because she actually believed that she wasn't being hateful. That she right. was really talking about right. the color of skin. I mean, at this point, could you play that uh, disclaimer? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if people got shut down the same way if? using um, black racial slur, uh, slurs. Wouldn't it be great if we could just shut people down like the Jewish community it's shuts other people down? Actually, I think it's the reverse. Opinion? I think it's the reverse right for me. Right now, they're comparing that to Joe Rogan, and now somebody just did a montage of him saying nigga over and yeah, over Yeah, I have the over. clip, and he uh, compared, He someone said he was looking for something in a neighborhood, and they took him to an all-black neighborhood, and he was like, I'm I'm here in the planet of the apes. Like, yeah. was he was he joking? No. I have the clip right here. If okay. Want to see it. No, I thought we were gonna play. You're not gonna play it during your thing. We can, but since we're but, talking. Okay, about go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. There you go. I'm, again, uh, I work with a lot of <laughs> Jewish people. So I do too. Best. I mean, it's it, it's I, I, and that's the problem. Hold on, Paul. This real quick. So before you say something, I think that's the problem. What she just said. You know, it's like that. We no one hates. It's like the word hate is pushed out there so terrible because you can't have a different opinion or you don't understand something. That's why I always tell people if I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to make speak on it. But, but what 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 be served? I'm just saying off of what she said and what people are saying. She was saying it as looking at the color of your skin. skin. That's but, all I'm saying. But the what bigger she, issue now is that you we don't have we're losing every moment. To learn. No, we're losing every minute, every second now, our First Amendment. You don't have the right of free speech anymore. There is no free speech. Because you're being censored now. Yeah. Everyone is is sensitive. You can't say anything. I don't think there ever truly was, like, real uh, freedom of speech. No, there was at a moment because where you Because they used to ban books. They're banning, starting to ban books again. Yes. Certain books I mean, and, and people are now scared... To actually voice their opinion, and it's so, just like okay, and and it's and what? it's just like the society are. I won't even say society. I think it's a few like folks that you know create this cancel culture. Well, you but we buy into it. That's the problem. Um, I thought we were talking. I'm trying to understand why she keeps jumping in. Oh well, she is. She, she kind of controls the she mic. She she, she could going. probably shut us down she at any and time I know, because she and has I know an opinion. So well, anyway, here's the Joe Rogan. Piece. Okay, females just are talking and talking. Go ahead. Right, don't make me say something. <laughs> don't really make you mad. Make a mad. Pull, the, pull the tampon out your ass. Damn. Because you Damn. are. Damn. Just Damn. said it first. It was like you are. Damn. You would have. Oh, you should have saw him last night. You'd have witnessed him. On one last night. What? Oh my God! Where's y'all last happened? night? At the Regency. As soon as he walked in the door. Oh, there was door, a show last night. He was they on one. Uh, but then he turned out. 
he has he's so brilliant and the talent is is so abundant it just it overtook the nastiness of him coming in last night what happened last night bro i just was you was on one he's he, just an asshole when he came know, in it's just some things that just weren't kosher at the club yeah, I mean, okay. Keith Morris would look nasty <laughs> up on stage, cussing and just... Nobody acting professional. Then he comes on. and then he jumps a do-rag on. Do-rag. I mean, Come on, man. Dusty. What, what is up with... Let, let me ask you guys a question. But then he that. jumps in my face and he like, me, Jeff, yo, I want... Why don't you go up? I want you to bring me up. I want you to intro me. I'm like, yo, man. I'm just like, yo, just go up and do... No, I want to... And when people don't understand... he wanted you, Jeff, why didn't you go? No, but people don't understand. He cusses so much... And it comes out at me, and he like, yo, what the fuck? You should have doing up. I told you. I didn't want him to go up. He's fucking nasty. He's this and this and that. And I'm, and I'm just like, life. man, he's just, relax. He's paraphrasing. I oh, didn't oh, cuss oh. like Yeah, he that. did. And I'm like, yo, just relax, man. Go up and do you, man. Do it. Yeah, but I, I don't want to go up. I don't want to go up. Then he went and sat in the corner like a little child and folded his arms. <laughs> I was no. I, no, I just yeah, went and got into like, comedy mode. Philly guys don't do that. We don't go in the corner. No, he did it last night. I just night. sat in he a chair. It wasn't a corner. I okay. sat in a he chair. He sat in a chair in the corner. He folded his arm. He like, I don't want to go up. The nigga, let him fold, host. the nigga folded his arm. Yeah, let him host. No, I didn't. And I'm like, yo, just go up and do you. And I then once he went up. I mean, I'm about to talk to you at the end of the And show. he got the room. <laughs> then it became <laughs> him. Fucking phone. Yeah. Yo, let me talk to you at the end of the show. Let me talk to you at the end of the show. Fucking Like this, man. In the like corner. Y'all niggas have a show. No, Go ahead. Pouting. Pouting. I just didn't appreciate it. But I will say this, though. I don't like it when people can't be professional at the club. I think the host... You know, I've always been one to try to at least dress halfway decent. Oh, here we go with that. I mean, he looked like a bum. <laughs> he looked like a. I mean, he looked like to the point where he just to where the girl would say, "Can you turn the lights off?" Damn. <laughs> you know when when they. But but enough of that. Go ahead, uh, yeah, boss. Post, yeah, let's, uh, let us see the tape. Let, let's see this guy if he's a racist or not. Yeah. On app, and it says, "Okay, take me to this one." And the guy goes, okay. I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out, and we're giggling. Ooh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door, and there was... You see how my man, the Hispanic is that it? dude, leaned yeah, back. Like, Diaz. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I ain't with that. Hey, Joey, like, hold up. Hold, hold up, yeah. Look, look. But he has a montage of him repeatedly saying, nigga, comfortable. Comfortable. Okay. And, the and he's still on Spotify. So this is what happened. India Ari recently came out um, um, in um, what I guess in conjunction with who is it? Neil Joni, Young, Joni Mitchell, Barbara Streisand, a bunch of people who are taking their music off, off of, Spotify. of Spotify because of the misinformation of COVID that Joe Rogan has been putting out on his podcast regarding COVID. But India Ari came out and said. Yeah, but also he is using a bunch of racial slurs against black people and Spotify is paying him millions of dollars to do it. Yeah. So. Man, I, 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 don't, I don't know about that one, man. It's, I'm just, you know, we just talking about freedom of speech and being sensitive, but we know. I mean, we don't run shit. We know. If, we know if anytime somebody could be cut down if you say something about a certain group, and with us, it is what it is. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be taken off, but we this shit is. Joe Rogan has been never known. I mean, I don't know him, so y'all might know. Him. I, don't know. I, should, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never Why known. Why should he be taken off? I'm not if saying Kevin he should Hart, or shouldn't. If Kevin Hart can lose the Oscars 
or because of a joke he said Ten years that ago. he apologized for, then why shouldn't Joe Rogan be taken off? Well, I think he has millions and millions of listeners. He has millions yeah. of listeners. Okay. So. Now, what misinformation is he saying about the COVID that seems to be the issue? It's not real. It's the flu. So why? Take so see, this is the bullshit I have with that. I had the COVID, so I could give a fuck what he says. Whether he says, you know, I don't care if he's on there. If you want to believe that it's not out there, then you believe then what he it is. In a so, mask mandate. so that's he him. So, yeah. you, so you're gonna take your music off for that? You really, you take the way you take out him saying any racial terms. You're really trying to get him off of Spotify because he's not falling in place with. What you believe? That's not fair. Okay, you you need to, you. You, <laughs> you were talking so long, I didn't know if you needed to spit. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. You gotta understand when you have a list, the wow. spit automatically just comes out. So I'm good. I I, I I can talk for about an hour and a half. For a minute, I was like, oh, let me get him a bucket. Ain't that a bitch? Oh, wow. Damn, Louie. Yeah, damn, Louie, you hitting your boy up. And no, all right, all right. Damn. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so wait, is your seat down low? Cause you do look. Little? Yeah, somebody said <laughs> you look like you need a booster seat. You can raise your seat. Can I? Okay. I didn't know, you know. No, nah, I'm just bigger than Yeah, yeah, his seat is lower. Oh, yeah, it's the little handles on that side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a minute, it looked like okay. you were you were in water. <laughs> whoever, whoever said that, tell them thank you very much. Now I feel part of the crew. Uh, okay, so it's um, Black History Month. Um, I'm black. Yeah, me too. Uh, it was it's an annual celebration of, of achievements by African Americans, if you didn't know, which a lot of us do. It grew out of Black History Week. That was the brainchild of uh, Carter G. Woodson and the prominent minister Jesse E. Moreland in 1915. He's a brother. And um, it is, um, since 1976, every U.S. president has officially designated the month of February as Black History Month. And it started with uh, Carter. Which was cool. And in 1926, uh, the Association for Study of African American Life and History sponsored a, sponsored a National Negro History Week, choosing the second week in February to con- coincide with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. And uh, why Lincoln? Because Lincoln freed the slaves, I guess. Okay. And Frederick Douglass. The Black History Month 2022 theme is Black Health and Wellness. Yes, it is. So that's the theme. And then, um, so I was doing some research, and did you know in 1940? 60% of employed black women worked as domestic servants, even mm-hmm. though I misspelled that. Today, the number is down to 2.2%, <laughs> while 60% hold white-collar jobs. He talked about my list, but this nigga can't spell. <laughs> wow. our, our guest is in Zoom. All right. She can wait. Uh, I'm just kidding. She, yeah, she's, at, she's actually going to be our first female guest. Who? Yes. Ever. For real? Yeah, we've never had a female on. Do we have to be nice? Yes. Yeah, because she, well, she's funny. Oh yeah! Oh no! And no, her that theme goes, is that goes without saying. And her theme is is basically Killing about us. men. Yeah. yeah. So she's um, and we don't want to wait too long. But she is. Uh, she was born in Chicago. Yes, I didn't know. True. That. You yeah, know? Didn't yeah. Know that. But she was raised in in L. A. In L. A. I, I didn't know she was in the military. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So she was in the military. She, For how long? I don't know. It's long enough to get an honorable discharge. Oh, okay. So I don't take much has, now. She has two daughters. She was married. I, I didn't know that either. Okay, but yeah. I know she loves and the she has, And she has two beautiful daughters. Yeah. yeah and I she think does. she's a grandmother. I'm not sure. but she, um, She's a grandmother. Uh, she um, She's an actor, writer, producer, uh, stand-up comedian, director of her first film, Boosters in L.A., currently playing on Amazon, nominated. Amazon Prime. Yeah, she opens for everybody. We're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. yeah just the number of people she opens for. She's, just, she's, she's the kind of comic that... Female comedian that men respect. Yeah. 
I've never seen her have a bad show. And I never see nobody disrespect her. No. Never. never. She's like, always or, nice. Or even, well, that's the reason. Yeah, but she can be a little mean sometimes. She's, well, I'm sure she is. She got on me a couple of times. She's got on you? Yeah, I think she did one time. I kind of keep call. her, hey, how you doing? Melanie? Right. How's it going? I, I send her a text, you know, Merry Christmas. I've always, I've always, every time something goes, she does something, I always send her a note, hey, congrats or whatever. And I called. rented her movie and watched it. Uh, please welcome Miss Melody Camacho. Hey. Oh shit! In a How y'all doing? We're whipped up everything. I'm telling Good, you. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. That looks like the couch from your movie. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is, man. I was on an ultra low budget. Yeah, First of all, congratulations. congratulations! Congratulations! Thank you! Congratulations! Thank you! And your hair looks beautiful. Yes, you got it whipped up. Your hair looks good. Yeah. Hey, oh, thank you. How many and, wigs? Uh, I'm sorry. Go remember, y'all be kind. This is my first film, and I got it done. I, I ran out of money, Melody, so I had uh, to do right. everything it's, myself. Yeah, we 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 know we, that. Yeah, we were we were. I mean, we we're going to we be kind that, while yeah, you're yeah. on. Yeah, before you came on. Yeah, on the phone, we were killing. No. First of all, how many wigs did you use in that film? I tried. You know what? I ran out. I wanted more wigs. I tried to make every scene a different wig. That okay. was the joke right. of okay. the movie. Yeah, I got that. Um, I got that. That was yeah. pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, you heard AJ talking about it on the toilet, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah AJ. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. And that was another thing I noticed. Number one. <laughs> uh, on your credits, everybody had an RIP under their name. I was like, oh, Lord. No, not everybody. I know, John I, and AJ. Yeah, no, I was just glad. I was like, <laughs> but, but you uh, know what? You know what? I shot that film probably 30 days before John passed. Wow. And um, when I was getting ready to cut it, the distributor was like, why would you cut that funny ass scene? It's his last film. Why would you take that out? And I said, because he died in 2019. They said that didn't stop them from watching Friday, Soul Plane, or none of the other movies. I was like, okay, okay, so, I'll leave it. So there. you were going to cut him out? After he died, Dang, I was going to cut him and AJ because people were saying, oh, they both died. You need to take them out. But people don't know what they took. These are people who had ain't never did shit. Right. Exactly. Ain't never made no movie okay. anyway. How uh, how did you come up with the idea for your film and what inspired it? Did you used to be a booster? Well, um, I'm from L.A. And <laughs> back in the day, you could go. There was a couple of spots you could go to that. It was like a Macy's at their house and you could go and pick half or whatever was on the tag. And I just thought that was hilarious. And I said, you know what? This is something that's happening all over the country. It ain't a LA thing. It's every big city in America and no one has ever done a film about it. Yeah. So I said, let me do a film about it. And um, I wrote it as a franchise. So I also copy wrote uh, Boosters, New York and Atlanta. And that would be my dream to be able to, with more money, of course, I could do a better movie. Right. But um, I'm happy with what I came out with. And I'm happy. I got a lot of the unsigned idea. music artists from L.A. and all over the country to give me their music for free. And it's, wow, I don't know if you blessing. heard some of the music in there, but it's some hot ass no, music. No, no, I, I agree. I, I I enjoyed the music. I, I thought the music was really good. Um, um you love it. I got Tiffany Haddish. Oh yes, my God. Yes. Yeah, uh, I thought. Uh, yeah, how did you cast that? I mean, I see everybody got a call. I, I just I mean, called I all my call. friends and asked them, hey, could you be, would you be in my movie? Would you be in my movie? Please, so please, they, please. So they were only your friends? They were oh, friends. He's trying oh, to say friends. you didn't call him. Nah, I ain't getting called, but it's all good. Every yeah. single one of them, my friends. Thank and you, they all came. 
through well, for me. Okay. I was, I, I, Danon is saying, why did he not did? Why didn't well, he get I'm a call? I'm assuming that I'm not a call. I'm why didn't what? Danon get a call to be in the movie. You know what? I, out of sight, out of mind. I'm just trying to put this together. Wow. I had, it was $125 a day. So a lot of people, I figured they ain't coming. Tiffany, at the time, was like a daughter to me. We talked all the time, and so she would she would tell me stuff like, uh, "Just let me know when uh, she had shot her scene and she was gone off to do another movie." And then she called me and said, "Hey, I'm available if you need me." I changed the whole goddamn schedule that day. Do I need you? Hell yeah, I need you. Yeah, yeah. And girl trip was about to drop, but we had already seen the screening and we knew what it was finna do. Okay. So yeah. I just thank God that she's, you know, put you that, cause her scene is hilarious. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, cause Shane was was horrible. Oh, Let me just wow. talk about the people who were not good. <laughs> he was horrible. No, no, not her, Shane, Shane. Shane, Shane was movie. not horrible. You oh, didn't yeah. like that scene? No, I didn't like him. I'm just talking about the people. <laughs> Tangie was really good. Um, Eric Blake. <sighs> Horrible. Um, the Stop strip, it. the stripper, the stripper. You could have got somebody a little better in shape. Uh, but, ah. No, but uh, uh, also uh, earthquake. The stripper. Let me tell you, I the stripper know that was is my uh, kickbox instructor that just was dying to be the stripper. He was like, "Oh yeah, please, please, please." So I let him be the stripper. Oh, you know who really was hurt your film? Sherry Shepard. Really bad. <laughs> Sherry Shepard really. Stop it! You guys Sherry, are lying. Sherry Shepard really hurt your. I just think she brought nothing to it. Um, and then um, you Kim, need to quit. No. Oh, oh, Sherry oh. was hilarious. Oh, oh, oh. Are you kidding? Oh, Boogie B. I don't know how he got the starring role, co-starring role, but Boogie B. Boogie B. Actually had he was okay on camera. He had something that drew you Boogie to B him. Boogie B is funny too. Yeah, he, he had something. Yeah, he's hilarious. But I, yeah, he so had what, something. So I was terrible too then, huh? No, 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 no. You were you you were the star. You were you you were the star. You had a couple moments where you, you guys, slipped. Like now, Sherry long, was funny. How long did oh, it take was you so to shoot? So funny when she was getting freaked on at the party bus scene. Are you kidding me? No, no, we're just joking. Now, how many days did it take? Oh, you to just shoot joking? Yeah, okay, these just, are the ones you thought shine. Yeah. yeah. What y'all think about earthquake stripping? Oh uh, my god. Yeah. I, well, he should have had snap off buttons because he couldn't unbutton his shirt. It took him forever to unbutton. <laughs> you his know shirt. what? I had this. I had ordered a t-shirt with all Velcro. these muscles on it. You see the t-shirt that make the man look like he a bodybuilder? Uh huh. Yeah. And it didn't come in time. I was like, Damn. shit. Yeah, well, we I that, mean, that, but that COVID, did. yeah, but but it still was funny though. No, it was funny. He was fun. Yeah, he because he took it off, but it took him forever to take it off. But Should have Velcro, Velcro. But you know Just what? I I did Little appreciate your scene where you were talking to your mother, and that was really my mom in that picture, and uh, I was really talking to her. I wasn't acting. That was for real. Yeah, you. you did and you have to pay her? <laughs> yeah, I do. Cool. She's in heaven, though. She's a, so yeah, I don't now, know if they cash app up there. But. <laughs> Where was the chicken from? Wow. The chicken was from. Um, there's this place down the street from from Louisiana Fried Chicken. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you, you you were you were. It was good. It looked good. Um, it looked good. Yeah, it did look good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you were eating it like a real person by opening it, picking it. I thought that was interesting. Oh yeah. But I did I was, like. I thought, um, okay, the, the co-star, um, when you guys slept together, I don't, oh. give, I don't, I don't want to give it away, but it, it's an easy film to give away. Uh, <laughs> you cold, cold. Y'all mean on no, this podcast. No, no, no. I haven't said a word. No, first, all right, first let us say what we said, that we were so happy and honored 
and proud that you got did, you got it done. And that you, yeah, my thing was that you didn't go to anyone, that you invested in yourself. And that's the first step of winning. And yes, it is. You, you put everything that you have because you believed in yourself. And, you know, right. I'm proud of you. And I, re I have the utmost respect for you for doing that. Yeah. No one can say how, how long was how long was the process from start to finish? Yeah, how many days did it take you to shoot? It? it was it was a lot of drama with this film. I was filming from November 2016 till 2021. Damn. Oh, Put wow. it like that. People was changing. Um, yeah. The first the first what I filmed at the beginning, my DP, my director of photography, stole all my footage, all my releases, wow. held it hostage for two years, trying to make me make him executive producer over my film, which he was executive producers are the people who give you money to yes. help you make your film. Yeah, now, who exactly. did that was Sam Watson and nobody else. And that's the only person who was going to be executive producer over my film. So we fought for two years to get my footage. I, it was hell, which, but I kept shooting. I wasn't giving up. I ended up adding Earthquake, the party bus scene, Michelle, John Witherspoon, um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Wow. So I still was able to keep going and I added some more really good music. And all those people were on your mind? Like they were on my mind. It was on like in sight. He still, yeah, he still. his feelings. Well, I told you, I'm out of sight, out of mind. The people who I actually cast are not everybody in here. I'm not gonna even say their names, but two people turned me down, and two people just didn't respond at all. Earthquake replaced one of them people, and Wanda Oki she replaced the other one, and I thought she did a great job. She was hilarious. She was funny in that scene where she was going off with um, Eric and Jam Boogie B. Right. Um, you know, that was hilarious when she went and got that food and didn't get them some. Yeah, so did you um, and Sam, did y'all come to some agreement that he finally released your... Excuse me? No, Sam wasn't, Sam wasn't holding one. it. Sam wasn't holding it. Okay, Sam wasn't holding it, right? Sam wasn't what? He wasn't, he wasn't the guy that was the executive producer that was holding up your footage. That was, no, no. Yeah. Sam is the one that gave me the money. The guy okay. that was holding up the footage, footage was my director of photography. The okay. first one, Jerry Jackson. Okay. Um, Did you Sam is the one that gave me the money. He gave me $30,000 towards the movie. It ended up costing me like a hundred altogether. You know, I spent like $15,000 on editors and I just wasn't happy with what they did. I'm like, this is Boosters LA. I need all the transitions to be LA related. Right. So I wanted, you know, Roscoe's chicken and waffle, B&R burgers, all the hot spots here in LA. I wanted Crenshaw and and and, and Dina and, and everything else. Right. And so I had to do it myself. Fair. Now, Michelet's scene, Yes. It's kind of odd. Does that how she performs? Because it looks like she was overacting in her performing. Was was, was that? Oh, how she not to me. She that's how she. She's a singer. You got to okay. be dancing and into it and doing all that. Okay, no, and what, that's just what, like Mary J. Blige and any other female singer. You okay. know, you got to get into it. You can't be okay. standing up there just holding the mic. You got to dance and have a good time. Was that actually shot on a um, regular night at the Savoy or and Michelle A performed or did you actually? Well, it was a regular night, but 
the show started, Jonathan's show started at 10. And he said I could use the room from 8 to 10. So I did a big blast and told everybody to come to the Free Me Chalet concert from 8 to 10. And, and they came. Oh, good. Oh, so that was good. That what was did good. you find was one of your biggest challenges in doing the film, Melanie? Um, Editing. Okay. Did editing you edit? Was the, when you when I started editing, editing, let me tell you guys, when, when I, I didn't learn how to edit till COVID hit. I went on YouTube and, you know, I was just so, I had put too much time and money into this to, to give up. So I went on YouTube and taught myself to edit, to do the sound, to lay the music. And I did it my damn self. Okay. I did, I did that to learn how to tie a bow tie. Um, <laughs> uh, real quick. I'm telling you, YouTube University is the business. Anything you want to learn how to do. If you know how to ask the question, it'll show you 10, 15 videos yeah, well, on what, how to do it. What, what advice would you give someone who wants to make a film? Um, do your homework. Um, read as much as you can. Watch as much as you can. I, like, I watched a lot of movies, and, and that's what really inspired me. I know each and every one of y'all sitting up there right now have seen a movie, and you wonder... Who greenlit this shit? You know, how did you get this shit sold? I do it all um, the time. I, I've seen movies on Tubi right now. The audio don't even match the fucking video. And you're yeah. like, how was the whole video off? Mm-hmm. Right. I got a scene that ain't synced. It wasn't, but we synced it now. So it's, what, it's right what was, now. What was the process of getting your film on Amazon Prime? Oh, well, One Shot Films, you got to find a distributor that believes in your project. So One Shot Films, I I gave it to him probably six months ago. And he said, I can see where you're going. Just keep going. When it's done, call me back. And every time I would think I was done, I'd hit him back. I'd send it to him. And he's like, "Okay, that's cool. But let me tell you what you got to do. You got to do this audio. You got to fix this audio. You got to do this. You got to do that. And so I just followed what he said to do. I did it. And um, as soon as Indie Films, who is the biggest distributor on Amazon, was so excited about Boosters. They had me all uh, up and up a bunch. They was like, oh, no, you got something here. We know films. We know films. I'm telling you, this shit is funny. You're going to have a good um, sale. You're going to do good. And after, I think in two weeks, it goes to Tubi and Crackle. It goes to 15 different platforms with this deal that I got. Good for you. So um, it's just like the first two, three weeks, they trying to make a couple of dollars on Amazon and then it goes everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to um, step into Thank you so much for that. And congratulations again. I wanted to step into um, your stand up because when we were talking about you, what is it about you? Because those you don't know, you've opened for Cat Williams, Martin Lawrence, Chris Tucker. Uh, What is it about you as well as your act that makes some of the top comics feel comfortable having you open up for them? Well, I think it's the what I do is the woman's point of view. And that's what most of them want on their show. They want the woman's point of view. So they call me for that. And um, I I know how to keep my mouth and my uh, legs closed. So, you know, I know how to stay in my lane. And that's exactly what I do. This is business. Right. I don't date comedians. Is there any subject that ain't ain't gonna ain't have? Why you shake your head like that? Like we ain't. Now, is there any subject in comedy that you won't touch that you'll stay away from? Um, I don't get too deep into the gay stuff. You know, they got this cancel culture out right now. You ain't canceling me. Um, also, uh, I don't get too much into God unless it's something positive. I'm not 
talking about God. I love God and I ain't doing nothing to hurt him. Ever. Let, me, let me ask you a question. How did you get into comedy? Well, comedy was a dare. I think I had went to go see Robin Harris a few years earlier and I thought he was so funny. I had got this promotion at work and they give you like $200 for dinner. And so I told all my friends, I want y'all to come see this comedian. Robin Harris. So we went and Robin had passed and I didn't know. I, I didn't follow comedy like that. And I think it was DL and Joe on the stage and I was mad because they wasn't that funny to me. They wasn't funny like Robin Harris. The people I brought up to see, you know, was Robin Harris and right, he, right. he had passed. And so shit, I was talking smack in my seat telling them my friends, my co-workers, shit, I can do that. Talk, you know, I had paid $20 to get in and I I wanted my twenty dollars back because Robin wasn't there, right. and they put a fifty on the table all together. They said fifty dollars, say you can't. So I went and found whoever the manager was, and it was Sharon. Michael wasn't there. Right, right, Sharon, Sharon Williams was there, and, she, and the room was dead. Wasn't nobody even in there. So she said, "Okay, I give you five, three minutes." I remember when you went. So up. I went up wow, and did three minutes, and they was like, "Can you come back tomorrow?" <laughs> yeah. I what year, what year was that? That was like that 92. was ninety two. Yeah, I so you started when I got out here. Yeah, that was you know what that was ninety one. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. in ninety, I, I didn't come back. I couldn't come back. I was married. I had two kids. I had a job. I was going to school, so I couldn't come back. So when I finished school in January, instead of going back to school, I started doing comedy. January ninety two was when I started. Wow, yeah, that's great. That's yeah, I remember because you was um one of Sharon's favorites. Every time yeah, Sharon started, gave me started. a lot of love yeah. back in them she days. And and, and at the time when I started, they was having some kind of strike going yeah. on. They yeah. were striking the comedy act for not paying them but sixty dollars a week. Well, or it was, something. they were striking because New York had had New York comedians were getting a, at least a hundred dollars a set. And so oh, LA, wow. LA, LA wasn't sticking together. So that's why if you remember back then, L.A. See, I didn't know. Act. I was a new jack. I, yeah. I, I was glad to get $20. Well, the white, yeah, but the, 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 white com, and the white comics started speaking up. The bigger name white comics started speaking no, we, up we for us. We voted against Michael back then. So they were giving the comics no, that this, came this, to this the was, comedy this was, this was at the theater $100? $100? No, it wasn't. No, hell no. No. <laughs> Only oh, Lewis got okay. that. But, yeah. but, so listen, other clubs was paying yeah, $100. Yeah. Before we let you go, we have a few questions we want to ask you. We do a thing where we say No, no. I want to know about the $100 in the club right quick. Only Lewis got $100 in the Nobody got a hundred. Nobody got a hundred. That was that, that's Only why they Lewis were striking. Got 100. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, but listen, a uh, few things we say that you things you do well, things you don't do well. Can you spell? I can spell. Because Lewis can't. Okay. Can you cook? I can cook. Uh, you play an instrument. What's your favorite? I'm dish? a mother. What's your I'm favorite? What's your favorite dish that you can cook? Um, I, what I do, what I'm best at, probably my macaroni and cheese. Oh, shit. I get a lot of requests I for that. I will challenge you on that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, uh, I'm going to challenge you. Um, I'm going to challenge you on that one. Yes. So, listen. Okay, uh, any day, any day. We want to thank you for joining us. And, guys, make sure you get uh, go see a film on Amazon Prime. It's called Boosters yes. L.A. Thank you and so much. And was it funny, you guys? Did you laugh? I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm I, have, I haven't watched it, it yet. That's why I haven't yeah, made I, it. I, I knew I, that. I knew that. No, I watched it. I watched it. No, he watched it. I didn't. Watch it. You're going to laugh your ass off. And please share. No, okay. I, I laughed. I did laugh. I, yeah, I found I, it to be funny. Yeah, I laughed and I paid. Did you? Who I was that? That's Poet. Yeah. Yes. 
I laugh. Hey, girl. Hey, congratulations, Mom. I'm not on we, camera. We, yeah, we don't, on camera. we don't need her uh, on camera. Did you laugh a little, poetry? I sure did. And congratulations, Melanie. And yes. keep and, on uh, going. And didn't I rep my city? Did you see all the landmarks? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. yes. Okay. And if you need a, an, uh, an, uh, an uh, AD for your, your sequel, let me know. She already turned you down. You yeah. know what? The sequels <laughs> are Boosters Atlanta and New York. So I want to do the same thing in those cities okay. that I did with L.A. I so, want to use all those the New York comics and, and all their movie. urban, you know, landmarks. And the hey, same with Atlanta. Hey, That's you, what I, could you my do, dream could is. Could you do one in Philadelphia so maybe me and Lewis could get a part? No, I'm good. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, listen, thank you, Melody. Thank Take you. care. Thank you, guys. All right. Have thank a blessed day. You too. Be good. All right. Bye. Bye, Portis. Bye, Melody. Thank you. Um, I had a good night. Thank you. Why? Because <laughs> I said, you know, hey, let's I mean, just, just do it. Feel, no, it's funny. I'm, 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 I'm fucking hey, with you, Jeff. This, 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 this sequel is not Jeff is like, hey, I said, can you make one in Philly so me and Lewis can be here? Jeff, Lewis like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Listen, y'all talk. Uh, I'll be right back. You got to go, go to the bathroom? bathroom? Yeah. Okay. Talk. Oh, so wow. what are we going to talk about? Let's talk. Yeah, Portis can do a report real quick. You want to talk football or you yeah, want that to... NFL thing? That's what I want to talk about. All right, let's talk, Jeff. What's happening? Um, it's the same shit, man. How do you feel Year about? How, how do you feel about? about let me Brian ask you this. Flores? Well, yeah, because I got, I have a, I have a different take. I, I think my, I might be becoming a Republican because maybe I'm not agreeing with everybody what they're saying. But no, my take is right now is that it's the same conversation that's, you know, repetitive. Right. It's the same conversation. You have right now the commentators, the sports pundits, you know, the analysts. Everyone's talking about it. The owners don't give a fuck about their they opinion. Yeah. Right now, it's the players. The players have to demand change. Okay. They're the only ones that can demand the change. Jeff, Hold up, let me finish. Yo, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. The, the players right now, it has to be a call for action. It can't be individually. It has to be collectively. You have 53 players on the team. 80% of them are, are black. black. Mm -hmm. So now if you want something now is to, to have immediate effect, you have to take immediate action. Okay. You have to show them that, yo, we need change and we need it now. We can no longer wait because I'm 60. In 2030, 32, I'll be 70. I don't want to hear the same conversation eight years from now. Okay. 2030 saying, okay, the NFL, it hasn't progressed. We only still have two black head coaches. We haven't had none since 2022 when this conversation came up. So right now, it's a call for action. You have to put aside, and you got to sacrifice the monetary right now. Okay. Because we are all so focused on getting this bag. Right. That's what everybody wake up on Twitter. You name it, yeah. Rick Ross, every morning, if you ain't waking up and you ain't chasing that money, then you shouldn't even be breathing. You shouldn't be alive. So we all are focused on that. Right. And Instead we of change. Yeah, and we're forgetting about the important thing. It's just like when I said, when Colin did what he did to have that police reform to get changes because all these owners, they donate to all these campaigns, Republicans, Democrats. Yeah, they, they, they donate. Yeah, they they're donate. big donors. And they can have an influence on it. So my whole thing, like I said it back then, if you want change, the biggest thing to tech call for action now is the Super Bowl. You hit them where they heard at. The owners, they pocket financially. So the Super Bowl, the black players don't play. 
just don't play and just say, yo, we're not doing shit until uh, we get a change. Okay. So, so this is what I'm going to say where I disagree. One, I agree on the, this part. You the owner of the team, you can hire who you want. Let's just let's go down that way. Now I understand the social the social issues or the fact that we need we don't have black coaches in this. I don't blame the owners. I don't blame I the do. coach. Let, 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 I didn't interrupt you now. Okay, go ahead. I don't blame the owners. I don't blame the coaches. I blame the players. Because when we get take Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin has had a winning season. Also, um, Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis will probably was he cousin win in the playoffs. But Mike Tomlinson, Tomlinson, Tomlinson has had a winning season for over 10 years. His players ball for him. So what I'm saying is when you get these – if I'm a ball player and Lewis is the coach and I'm, dig, and I'm digging Lewis and we like Lewis, I'm going to come to you like, Jeff, you know, because this is how them niggas talk and you use the ball player. Yeah, we got a ball for this nigga because he got our back. I don't think a lot of these ball players ball for him. I think a lot of African American ball players, when they see a black coach, head coach, they take some of that shit personal if they're yelling because they heard that Mike Flores, I mean Brian Flores, was a guy that gets in your face. Like, yo, there's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with it. But what I'm saying is, these guys today take shit personal. So these guys, they like a kid, they get mad at you, they shut down. I'm not saying that. Hold on, Jeff. I'll let you talk. I'm not saying that the ref, that the owners are not blamed. Are, are not in position of blame because of not hiring black coaches. But how the coaches, the coaches that we've had, look, Hugh Jackson was 1-33 at Cleveland. Okay? Flores was 1-7 last year until they went on that run. So what I'm saying is it's up to these, these ball players have to ball for these guys. Yeah, but hold up. But you still have to give I'm an say, opportunity. Because, I'm not saying that. No, but, because these owners, they have partial responsibility. They have partial blame it, because they come in and they say, okay, they won't give Danny Green that chance because you're saying because you get in a black player's face and you're hard, you're disciplinary. But No, I'm, go, no, not the up. owners are not saying that, Jeff. The, I'm saying what the players are saying. Because it's like what Dave Chappelle said. No, it's like what they said about what he said. He said, I don't have a problem with the transgender community. I have a problem with corporate America. Because that's the guys that are pulling the string when it comes to the money. Right, but the owners are higher repetitive. They'll go with Bill, I ain't won a game. That motherfucker, he'll go 0 and 17. Man, I agree with, with you. My, with I, don't believe, I don't think he'll Josh McDaniel should have got the Raiders job. Well, hold up. He'll go 0 and 18 with uh, the, the Bengals. He'll go 0 and 14. He'll go 4 and 17, whatever, with the, with the Bears. But then he bounced around from head coach, head coach, but head coach. But you're not giving that black offensive coordinator or that black college, defensive coordinator that opportunity. In college We're football. We're not afforded that same right. opportunity. And then once and we I get agree. in that position, it's like, okay, Lewis, hey, man, your first year, you went six and seven. That ain't acceptable. Okay. But I made the playoffs. Do you know why, Rick? Next year, you know why, hold up a second. Okay, your next you, year, you're talking you're a lot going, now. No, but, your, you, but your next year, you going five and eight. And it's like, okay, we got, I got to go in. Uh, I'll call you into the office. Hey, hey, Lewis, you know what, man? I know this is your second year, man. But, you know, we got to go in a different direction. Okay. We got to move in a different direction because you ain't getting the job done. What did but I? But yet, you've had Tony so-and-so been there. You came in and replaced him. He was there 14 years. Had 11 Jeff, bad seasons. Jeff, but it's still business. And unfortunately, it's bad business, but it's business. In college, 
Do you know what one of the re- main reasons that, that it's hard to get a black coach in college? It's not because the schools don't want to get them. It's because the 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 the, the people that give to the school, the people that they have the to donors. have. Right. You the have to have region. meetings with these guys. Yes. You got to be around these guys. Yes. And if some of these guys feel, don't feel comfortable, they're not going to, they don't want that. Yes. It's also a scenery thing. Do you, okay, in the 60s, do you know why black people, black ball players couldn't play quarterback, middle linebacker, or center? Yeah. Why? Yeah, because they, they weren't the face of the, uh, the program. No. What? Because those were positions of thinking. Right. You couldn't play middle linebacker. You couldn't play center. You couldn't play quarterback. So the point I'm saying is that that, that perception of certain things are still out there. Your black coach is a great coach if you ball for him. It's up to these players to ball. Mike Tomlin gets these guys the ball. He has and he hasn't been replaced. Ray Lewis, I mean Marvin Lewis just got replaced because he couldn't win in the playoffs. Exactly. So it's not like they're not hiring us. It's just that when you get in these positions, we you, we need you. I need you and Lewis to ball for me. Not only to, for, for us to win, okay. but it's going to help save my job. Okay. All right. So we've learned uh, nothing uh, from that discussion. Okay. Let's uh, go. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, so oh, so that because Johnny couldn't join in. Ain't this some shit? Did you wash your hands? 25% of the couples in this country. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. This thing is, she's just, she's just all over I think the we show. need a new uh, uh, board producer I back mean, there. she's cause... like, because it's her company. She just does I like it. the intro. She gives like this show and then she cuts in. shit without me. How about that? You're right. It wouldn't be shit. It would be really good, though. <laughs> it'd be a, hey, <laughs> it it, it'd be, yeah, <laughs> right now it's a Melody <laughs> movie. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe she oh, said that. Oh, you were stupid. She said, it, watch it. It's funny. I wanted to say it. No, no. There were some funny scenes in it. The, so, fu- so, the best part of that movie was when it said the credits. No. So why That's did not. you say what you said then if it was some funny scenes? I did. I said it was some funny things No, it was funny. It, it was, was a, funny. Please okay. go watch it. Please. Yeah. Support I'm, it. I'm down for us supporting each other, whether... Yeah, weather. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Okay, so let me get to my stories before our next guest calls in. Um, A teacher appears to be having sex while on Zoom um, with the students and other faculty on the Zoom call. What's wrong with that? I'm at the crib. Knew I was like I knew you. I wish I had teachers that would bang me in school. Okay, so it says a a video of what looks like an Alabama high school female teacher having sex during a council meeting on Zoom has gone viral. Those on the meeting kept screaming, but she never cared, obviously, because she was so much into it. So I have the video. Oh shit. So I, Jeff and Lewis saw it earlier. Lewis doesn't think she's Lewis having is a sex. Prude. He, right. doesn't, he doesn't believe. All right, let me say. But Jeff, okay, here we go. She's taking all that dick. It could be an earthquake. Nigga, <laughs> all that history, Stop. black history, dick. She getting that no more. All right, let us see the dialogue. Yeah. No, she gets some dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she'd have kept her eyes closed, but once she opened her eye and kind of looked over her shoulder, no, I'm sorry, Luke. She getting tagged. And if she's in a meeting? Yeah. Yeah, this is on Zoom, but I'm, I'd mean, i like to. It's not that. She thinks that she's where she is. How are you going to go to class the next okay. day? Okay, let's. can you play it again and listen to the people in the back? Yeah, all right. Okay. 
Just in stock. Just stock. Yeah, I mean, that's not, it's not right. that she's she that she's where she is. Anyway. Now, was that in Philadelphia? Because somebody, somebody might say, yeah, but the, <laughs> but the thing that's in what Alabama. Gave, oh, but the, what gave it away is the dude got in the picture. I didn't see the dude. Yeah, in the end. Oh. He came in I the say, end. Her, look, her hair still looked okay. <laughs> she didn't sweat her hair out. My question is, why did she even get on the Zoom if she wasn't going to pay attention? Well, she was hey, man, that means hey, she man. wasn't even paying attention. Hey, man, yo, motherfuckers be doing shit. That's an ex it's exciting for them motherfuckers. Who the that's people that are watching it? No, or, no, oh. no, that's you ain't, that's nasty. Man, that's just I mean, that's go. just but that's just trifling. No, it's not. To some people, that, it's it not. is. That, what what is? No, that was totally inappropriate. That was what, what is okay about that? Yeah, the that enjoyment of it for them. It seemed like for you them. enjoyed it, Jeff. No, <laughs> Jeff did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff and Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> yeah, Tubin. I mean, that, that was just. You ain't and never then she get... girl when she was on the phone. I've never what? You never. I, but I didn't tell. Girl yeah, but I didn't tell. Phone? I didn't tell her to, to pick up the phone. She wasn't no Zoom. Yeah, but still, you never did. You never touched her or nothing while she was yeah. on the phone. I've hit a girl while she was on the phone, but I mean, that's on her. But you never did that. Yeah, but we wasn't. It wasn't, you know, exposed yeah, that's, to. That's, that's no, straight I, nasty. Move on. That's just straight nasty. Trifling. Jeff, Jeff, you're changing, man. Once he became a model, this nigga. Yeah, is. see, that's what models do. He yeah. did models yeah. do that stuff. Yeah, he stepped into yeah. that world. We've that's changed. Early morning. I uh, want to shout out um, Guy Tory. His movie is on uh, Amazon Prime, which premieres today. Yes. Called Fat Tuesdays. It's a documentary on um, Black Tuesdays at the Comedy Store. The, and the funniest line, one of the funny lines is they asked Cat Williams, how did you find out about uh, Fat Tuesday? How did you find out about Jesus? Jesus. <laughs> now, was you involved in that? So, what, and then what else y'all saying? <laughs> I know. Yeah. He well, called me asking me for people's number, but didn't put me in it. <laughs> did you ever perform at Fat Tuesdays? I who, think I was. Who, me? No, any of you. I think I had. Uh, I didn't. Okay, I, didn't think I, I did. I did. A, uh, a couple of times. You was a part of it. Oh, remember we did the interview with Guy? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was sensitive. I'm in it. <laughs> wow, she made the cut. Oh, you, you didn't make the cut? He interviewed you? <laughs> that is hilarious. He interviewed you, but when you. Guy world, when, Guy, when Guy, like, I didn't get was on the road, mm -hmm. he was the host. Oh, wow. That's pretty bad. Oh, wow. So you were the host oh. while he was gone? I have no comment. Did you host on wow, Wednesdays and not Tuesdays? Interesting. <laughs> I have no comment. That is not nice. Okay, well, moving on. Thank Speaking you. of documentaries. Well, Guy's not in Guy's not in Melody's movie either. So. I, I had the opportunity to see the Bill Cosby documentary and the Hugh Hefner, Secrets of Playboy. I did not see the, the Bill Cosby, but I want to say something on that. Because okay. I said something online. I think it's, you know, it's funny how we keep going after the black man. Now, Bill Cosby did his time, 
And no, no hold it. Correct that. He did. He it was vacated. He didn't do his time. Well, he, he did not. He was not convicted. He didn't. He wasn't time. exactly. And he should. First of all, he shouldn't even been in jail. Right. So he. Okay. So, but I'm. So let me. You're right. I'm gonna rephrase that in terms. He did time in prison that he wasn't supposed to do. And so I refused to watch the documentary because, you know, someone was talking about R. Kelly up there. I'm like, you know, you know, there's some woman said something about online. Um, I heard R. Kelly's song and it just really disturbed me. And I was like, and she wasn't even one of the people. Just it's to the point where, you know, hey, he's in prison. Okay, you, you, you got him. Let's let's move on. You know, Cosby, for whatever it is, did jail time when he wasn't supposed to do it. I'm not saying whether he did was right or wrong, but I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to support. I, I keep supporting this shit with you on, attacking on the black that man. because of the whole situation with the girl getting the money years ago. Over two million dollars sent, yeah, sent to college to drop the charges, yeah. and yeah, so that whole situation was shady. But I brought this up because I watched also the Secrets of Playboy, which is about. Hugh Hefner. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting that they waited for him to die to put out this documentary, but they didn't wait for Bill to die. They just put it out. But uh, the Playboy one, it's amazing how Hugh Hefner got away with everything that Bill has been accused of, R. Kelly's been accused of. Having women up in the house. Epstein's been accused of. He slid through his 70 years doing Playboy without a single charge. Now they had people in his camp that kept, they had cleanup people that kept everything that could have harmed Playboy out of the public. So they had a scene on there on the Playboy one about Don Cornelius. Yeah. And what about what, that? What, 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 yeah, what was that? That he um, took three, went out with three of the playmates, brought them back to his house, and held, and held them captive for three days. Yeah abusing them, sodomizing them with a broomstick. They said that they kept that out of the public and cleaned that up because they didn't want police coming around Playboy Mansion. How did he kidnap them? They went home with him at a club. He didn't kidnap them. They they went with him, but but they probably got there and he didn't let them out. Look, I'm, I don't know if that's and true or not, but, this is, but this is what I'm going to say, though, and, and to that. I knew Don Cornelius, and I know his son. Tony. And and very good friend of mine. So I am not going to... JC with Tony. Excuse me? I went to drink college yeah, with Tony. Yeah, I'm not going to even... I'm not going to give that. You know, Don is no longer here. You know, he had an issue, and he, he had his mental issue, and he killed himself. And I'm not going to get into that. Me personally, okay. I mean, well, you else don't can, have to. But, I'm just delivering. Yeah, the news but I'm saying and what I yeah, saw in the documentary. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, and, a lot of. But you see, they always go after the black man on all of these. Docs. It's not going just after the black man. They're talking they about the. the, the it's first, about is, Hugh Hefner. This is the first one, though. I'm talking about Hugh Hefner. But yes, they but said still. that that was the worst incident. They said that was the worst <laughs> out of all the, the shit that Hugh done. did for. 30, 50 I'm not, years. Look, I'm just delivering it. You okay. had your personal relationship with Don Cornelius. It's not even, a personal, it's not even about Don Cornelius, but, but think about it, though. But All of the can doctor, I finish? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, so, in, uh, so what shit. else no, uh, in the documentary was um, uh, 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 um, 
the girls, it, the, it's, you made me lose my whole thing now with that whole Don Cornelius. It wasn't just about <laughs> Don Cornelius, really. It wasn't. It was about but you all said that the was dark the worst, shit. Well, yeah. that's what the woman on the show of that, course, was, that of was saying it was. But they had cleanup people Back then, that yeah. kept these things a secret. Right. And so, so how did Bill get out? And how did uh, everybody else get? R. Kelly get out, and uh, they didn't have cleanup people, huh? Um, I mean, no, they didn't. Uh, Lou, uh, what's his name? Hef probably felt like he had a lot to lose with that whole image and that whole empire. So he, he protected it yeah. by. Yeah. Um, but someone in the chat room brought up a very good point. The G- Bill Cosby documentary was boring as fuck. It was very boring. It was not any real. You want to know why it was boring? New news. But, it was just. But it probably was boring because, and I'm not saying what happened with <clears throat> drugs and doping and all that. But in the 70s and then at that time, everybody was doing something. But that's what they were saying. It's parallel to Hugh Hefner because he was doing the same thing to girls. He was giving them quaaludes. Like, he called them the thigh openers. Right. That's like, what Hugh called them. Mm-hmm. Hugh, Hugh was dirty. He was, he was dirty. When you watch yeah, that documentary, it's just amazing at the stuff that he was able to. To get away to with. get away with. Can I ask everybody a question? Because I and this is an honest question. He even I'm had uh, young underage girls too. Can you I, know, yeah. so anybody can answer the question, and I don't know the answer. And I'm not being sarcastic or trying to be um, unapologetic. I mean, apologetic, unapologetic, or disrespectful. But if a person takes a quaalude or something like that, and you get drugged up, no matter if you don't know what happened or do you know what happened. Are you are you back in your right mind mindset the next day? I just want to know. I don't know. Okay. I well, mean, what was the question? I'm sorry. Have you ever taken the quail? No. The only I've been drugged before when I had to go to the hospital to the point where I didn't know where the heck I was. But I'm asking that question is because you're talking about quaaludes or you talk about drugs, and we know it can you know it can alter your thoughts and 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 get get you taken advantage of, but. When do we, the next day, come back and say, hey, something happened to me? When you look at yourself and go, something happened, and you report it? I mean, some people no, probably... No, a, a lot of these girls did report it, but a lot of the women took it willingly because they he told them that it relaxes them to relax. It helps you, you know, but relax. After the, after the fact of taking it, I'm asking, if, you, if something happened to you that you did not want to happen to you, did they report them? Um, did you go out and tell the police? Not, no, not the Playboy, not. not the Playboy bunnies, and, no, and nor with Bill Cosby. They had some their, of those women were married own, and in relationships. They had their own in-house doctor. Yes, they had their police on the payroll. Yeah. Plus, Hugh Hefner had cameras at every single place you can imagine on that property, so he had blackmail material on Everybody. every single person that came through there. So he had politicians there. He had celebrities there. There were cameras in the bedroom. Yeah. Is Playboy so, magazine still still? Yeah. Yes, but so it's why supposedly, don't they try to get, it's, it's yeah. supposedly it no longer owned by the Hefner that, that's, family. That doesn't make a difference. So okay. next. Dig it. Uh, wow. uh Nick uh it's Cannon is expecting his eighth baby. Heard that Nick is getting it in. And he apologizes to his five baby mamas because uh, he's issued an, an apology. 
um, for his part in any pain or confusion regarding his most recent baby announcement. Because you know, a few months ago, the other one just passed. He lost his yeah. five-month-year-old. So, yeah. um, and and the new baby obviously is not from the woman, the baby mama who lost the baby. So they felt. He was a little insensitive about announcing that information um, so close to the the loss of his his last child. Was it that or that he had to announce it? He said he uh, he said, I wish to always protect and respect the privacy of the mothers of all my children. I really want to be sincere where uh, whether that's someone who is new or someone who has had my child. I have much admiration for everyone in my life, and I believe I failed to do so Monday. Well, so uh, this has been less than he has uh, eight kids. Yeah, well, okay, you can take care of them. That's his thing. It's yeah. Know, I mean, he can. Mothers, he can take yeah. care of them. Five different mothers. Hopefully, uh, the kids grow up. Uh, the ones who are alive grow up healthy, and 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 they get to see him whenever they can. Well, they can watch him on, on TV. TV. All right, that's my two cents. I mean, he's, you know, that's, that's you know, Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon. I mean, he's cool. I mean, that's his, um, yeah, we good. Tony Rock said we're good. Tony Rock's here. Um, is he in the? Yeah, that's why he said he's good. I'm going to introduce him. If P says we were good. Um, he's, he's not in the room yet, so. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Do you know Tony? Yeah. Okay. I'm good with Tony. I love Tony. Tell him ready when you are. I met him a couple of times. <laughs> I don't know him well enough to go into his green room. Oh my oh, god! No. <laughs> okay, so somebody cracked on uh, <laughs> Well, they always crack on me. What they say? Don't he even said, read it to me. Said, don't don't read it to it's me. It's not bad. All right, because I'm, I'm cannabinoids might be good for Dan in the cotton mouth side effects would <laughs> 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 the mouth what? The cotton mouth side effects. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Okay, I question. see Dan and Skin a little sensitive. I'm sensitive so. today. Okay, oh, I'm, wow. we're gonna leave you alone. No, okay, please. so Tony, shit. Tony's <laughs> in the room. Hey, listen. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is a treat because this is like the first true star we've had on the show. <laughs> yes. Everybody else has been. Everybody else been, has, been, has been, or someone e, wants everyone to make is, it. Everyone else has been in Melody's movie. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, he is uh, actor, comedian, writer, producer, director. Uh, has appeared on such TV shows and films as Everyone Hates Chris, All of Us, Comedy Central, Howard Stern Show, and mm. uh, and all Stern the Think Like a Man movies. And he's hosted Apollo Live. And he's currently starring as a new loving father to his son, oh. which he's most proud of. Way to go, Tom. And, uh, I didn't he know you was getting it in. You know, it's funny because when I asked him about years before he had his kid, I was like, you don't have any children. He's like, no, my pull-out pull game is good. So please welcome the one and only this time. Tony, Rock. Tony Rock. Tony <laughs> Rock. How are you, Mr. Rock? What a toe. What's, what's up, gentlemen? How are you? Good. We're good. Up, We're Tony? good. And it's funny. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No, thank you for uh, adding to our show. Now yeah. it's actually legit. It's, it's going to be a great show now. Yeah, it's, it's always been legit. Yeah, just, no, no, it has not. It has. Let's just be honest. It's, yeah. it's not. Wait, should I turn this light off behind me? Is that? Is that? No, no. <laughs> trust me. It's, you no. kind of white balanced out a little bit. See what it looks like. You have a clapper? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's better. Is that, uh, now, okay. you're, now you're lighting. Technician? Well, I'm a, I'm a director too. I mean, he yeah, knew. We, he knew. He knew the well, lighting was bad. Let, we all Sorry, Tony. Not everybody directs movies like us, but go ahead. Louis <laughs> <laughs> uh, is overwhelmed because you know because you're here. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited because I, I I consider him a star. Yeah, so I'm excited. Oh, that's the OG. Uh, Lewis is the OG man. He doesn't even understand the steam that 
you know, myself and my brothers hold him and we just like saw him on TV. We saw him doing stand up. We just we, we always been connected to Lewis. Like, yo, we would see him before I even knew him. Like, yo, that's the guy from, you know. Oh, so do you I, know? Yeah. He, but do you know? Nothing but respect for the OG. Do you know outside that that he's an asshole? <laughs> Hey. Well, everybody, everybody got to have a little bit of asshole yes. in them to keep the to keep, to keep the bullshit away. Well, everybody's got a little one to them, so it's <laughs> now. First of all, congratulations! Your your son is he a year old yet? Uh yeah, he'll be two in May. Oh, okay. May. Oh, wow, so, T. Okay. Wow. Now, now, so this is a bad pandemic baby. Yes. 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 Okay. Go. Now, uh, first of all, when you found out, were you excited? When you found out you were going to uh, be a father. Absolutely. No, we were, we were trying to have a baby. Okay. It's not like I just got a phone call like, hey, you sitting down, we need to talk. <laughs> uh, you ain't get I didn't get a phone call from some girl in Cleveland like, hey. Uh, you didn't get, they do get down in Cleveland, too. You didn't get that phone call. Let me oh, holler at you. They, they get down that, in Cleveland. They get yes. down in Cleveland. Um, so you and your wife. So um, so where were you when she told you? Tony, you married now? We were, Man, I've been, we've been together for Six, seven years. She knows his mother's maiden name, so they're married. Okay, okay, that's, wow. that's okay. Congratulations again. So, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, so I was home, and she just came in, and you know, said, "Hey, I, we, we, it, it took, it took." <laughs> now, did you feel a boy right away, or did you, did you? No, I didn't. You know, it's interesting. I didn't want to know. She was going to uh, uh, the ultrasounds and everything, and I didn't want to see the pictures. I didn't want to know boy or girl because it's the only, it's the last surprise left in the world. Wow. When the child is born, what it. it's going to be. Got it. So, so, you, so you didn't have I, a reveal party. I didn't have a reveal party. Wow. I didn't want to know. I just had a bunch, I, I have a bunch of brothers. So everybody was on standby at the stores. So okay. as soon as I called, boy, start shopping. Girl, okay. start shopping. Wow. Okay. Now that's interesting because you have seven brothers and two sisters. Yes. So where do you fall in that? I am fourth born. I was... I was raised with the with the let the let the nigga do it monster. Okay. Because <laughs> you know your parents your parents have that first baby and they're so protective. Don't let him hit his head. Watch right. him. Oh, be careful. Oh, then you have another baby and it's like, oh, okay, he it's not gonna hurt him if he does it. Then the uh, third baby's like, I guess by the time they get to four, it's like, man, let that nigga yeah. eat dirt if you want to eat dirt. Yeah. <laughs> let him go outside. He'll, he'll he make. don't need a coat on. Yeah. I was that kid. He'll make it. Let him cross the street on his own. Uh, yeah. You were born yeah, in yeah. you were born in Brooklyn. And Bed Stuy, shout out to Bed Stuy. You've been in LA. What was that transformation like for you? What when from New York to LA? What did you what was your most adjust thing that you had to adjust to? Uh, I had to adjust to everything because I really never envisioned myself living in California. I, I never planned on it. It was never, the, when I was doing comedy in New York, it was never, hey, one day I'm going to make the move to LA. I never wanted to live there. And then I went out for, uh, I did Montreal Comedy Festival. It went very well. I got invited to LA, which I was always told. I was always told, you don't go to LA until you're invited to LA. Because mm, okay. if you go before you're invited, you're just out there and nobody knows you're there. And you never want to be that person trying to start all over again, unknown. So after the Montreal Comedy Festival, it went very well. I started getting offers and deals. And then my management said, hey, it's time to take the trip to L.A. We went out to L.A. for pilot season. I got offered a holding deal. I turned it down. I took my chances with pilot season. I booked nothing. I went back to New York and worked and just in every comedy club making money and working. And I was very comfortable with that. And then I went back out for pilot season and I booked all of us. So why and I had to move to L.A. when right. it got picked up. Right. So why did you turn the holding deal down? Uh, because you know how holding deals work. For the people that don't know, a holding deal is a, a, a network will offer you a bunch of money to kind of be under their umbrella. Right. 
but you can't take meetings with any other networks. So the holding deal was with uh, UPN. Mm -hmm. And I thought that my chances of getting a deal with Fox was still there, with possibly ABC or NBC with a major was still there coming off of the, all of the positive feedback I was getting from my Montreal set. So rather than take myself out of the game, we decided, you know, let's play the game. We're here to play the game. Let's turn that down and see what happens with NBC and ABC and CBS and Fox. And then ultimately, I didn't get a deal from those guys. So I didn't get the money. But then fast forward two years later, I ended up working with UPN anyway when I booked all of us. There you go. Uh, what, what were you, ex when you first got the call for uh, all of us, what, what was the most exciting part? Working with Will Smith or working with um, the Lisa Ray or just the Wait, show? When I it? first got the call that I that got you had the booked, part or just the audition? No, that you booked all you of got us. We got, got, got the part. Oh, it was the best. I, I was walking down. I remember like it was yesterday. Me and my bet, one of my best friends, Jason, we were walking down 14th Street in Manhattan. We were going to the, you know, the, the uh, papayas, uh, the spot in New York where you get 50 cent hot dogs. No, I never, I haven't seen okay. it, but go ahead. So there's a spot in New York. There, there, there are quite a few around the city. You get like two hot dogs and a, and a drink for two dollars. Right. And Jason and I were walking there. We were still broke. We didn't have any money. And we walk into the papaya spot and my phone rang and it was a young lady. And she said, uh, uh, hold Tony Rock. I said, this is he. She said, hold for Will Smith. And I hit my boy Jason like, yo, <laughs> Will Smith is on the phone right now. So I put it on speakerphone so we could both listen. And Will came on like, T-Rock, what's up, baby? And I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? And he goes, uh, you ready to work? You ready to work? And I, I say, yeah. And he goes, show got picked up. I need you in L.A. on September you know, 9th or whatever day it was. Oh, and it was, it was like July. It was like mm -hmm. August. It was like August 3rd, something like that. I need you in L.A. September 9th. We start filming. And that was it. It was like I, the show got picked up. I got to move to L.A. I got to start making arrangements to get to California. And I was sad. I was sad that I had to leave. Damn, you, so you wasn't like that, the time when you got the information to the time you came out, it wasn't like that excitement type of? No, wow. I, I'm, I'm New York, I'm, I'm Brooklyn to the core. Right. I, I was sad, I was like, I'm not going to be in Brooklyn anymore. Mm -hmm. And then when I got to L.A. and, you know, met Dwayne, I, like Dwayne and I had knew each other because Dwayne and I grew up about ten, five, seven minutes away from each other. Wow. Okay, right. So in Brooklyn, everybody that's doing po something positive, everybody, let me let me rephrase that. Everybody that's doing something positive in Brooklyn, they all know each other. Okay. Everybody that's doing something negative in Brooklyn, they, <laughs> they all know each other. <laughs> right. A circle, yeah. So and Dwayne and I knew each other, but we hadn't been pals. We hadn't had the camaraderie that we got from the show. So when I got to the set, it was like, hey, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, you know, I'm from up the hill. Yeah, I'm from down the hill. And we just, it just took oh, off from there. Wow. So what and keep in mind, all of us, I was the only guy that nobody had ever seen before. Right, right, right. Kamani yeah. had done Daddy Daycare. Lisa Ray had done Players Club. Dwayne Martin had done several things. Right. Yeah. T uh, Terry uh, Terry J Vaughn was on a bunch of stuff. Elise Neal was on a bunch of stuff, and I was this skinny dude that they took a chance on and said, "Let's see what happens." Right. Pay it off. There you what go. what what part of you was most proud, and what 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 when you got the call from Will Smith? What what? What what made you say yeah? You pat yourself on the back, and what what, what was it? Uh, uh, one thing was that was that I knew that I had beat out a lot of competition. I knew that because the first audition, I went on that first audition, and I just remember the entire hallway was packed with every young black comedian actor that I had ever seen before. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I, I I can't say who was in the hallway, who wasn't, but I remember seeing. So many people reading for this one part, wow. and just to know that it went from 
you know, 200 people to 50 to 20 to seven to three to me. That was very, 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 I was very proud of that. I was very proud of that accomplishment. So let me ask you a question. Did you have to test? Like, did it get down to you? And like when I was, I was up for uh, a Raven Simone show. I made it down to the last three people. Um, That's for Raven. So it got down to the guy that got it. Yeah, you and Rondell Sheridan. Yeah, Rondell and the other. other, uh, Yeah, but Rondell was better. (laughs) <laughs> no, Rondo. Wasn't. I don't see you so, doing it. <laughs> and if no, but the, but that's a good point. It's a good point because the point I'm saying is, when you go up there to test, or when I went up to test, it was me and and Johnson, the guy that was from kid, a house party, the, the the big dude that was uh, my boy, the, the brother from Buffalo, New York. Anyway, we're there and we don't see Rondell. You know who it is, Mal. And Rondell's not there, but we're testing. So. We're going up against the network, you know, with network the whole time, and then Rondell comes in like about a half an hour, forty five minutes later. We're like, who that? And then it was like we just thought it was two of us, and he got it. Did you have to test against anybody, or was it just like we'll give you the call and it was like you good? All right, so here's here's a great story. I hope that I I hope a million people see this story right here. Is it long? No, seventeen. We only have seventeen. I I go on the audition. (laughs) I get the call back. It's you know, as more, more callbacks you get, it's less people you going in the room. Right. You know, so a hundred people reading for the part. Then it's like I said, then it's ten people reading for the part. And my last audition, I go in, and um, I I believe my audition was like at ten o'clock, and I got there at nine o'clock because I wasn't taking any chances right. with traffic. Right. I was All like, right. I'm gonna sit in the hallway and just wait until it's my time. And I get there at nine o'clock. And the only other person there was Will Smith. Wow. wow. And he says, hey, you're early. And I say, yeah, I wasn't taking any chances with the traffic, man. You know, this is a big opportunity for me. So I wasn't going to be the guy that showed up late. And plus, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm always ahead of schedule. Like if the, if the interview's at three, I'm there at three, three, uh, 255, right. 245. I'm just sure. waiting. Yeah. If the if the audition's at five, I'm there at 445. I just do that to show professionalism and show people that I'm ready. I'm ready to go. So I get there at nine o'clock and Will's there and none of the other networks are there. None of the people from the studio is there. And Will sits out in the hallway with me and we talk for an hour. We talk about Philadelphia. We talk about New York. We talk about pizza. We talk about girls in LA versus East coast. We talk about, we talk about everything. We just sit there and it's just two guys having a conversation. And then the suits, then the suits walk in and they go in the room and then network comes in, studio comes in, and assistants, and everybody starts coming in with laptops and setting up cameras. And Will, they say, Will, when, when you're ready. And Will gets up and walks in the room, and he turns around and says, hey, you nervous? And I go, well, I was a little nervous when I got here, but, you know, we sat here and kind of had a conversation, so you kind of calmed me down. And he said, I don't want to make you nervous, but you would really have to fuck this up to not get this part because you're the only person testing today. Damn. Ah! Damn. So, wow. That's a great story. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. So I go in and, and I'm, fuck, now and I, know I just got to do it. I, I go in and I'm really, I really realize like I just got to do what I've been doing every audition. Wow. And it's going to work out. And uh, I remember Les Moonves, Les Moonves from the head of CBS mm-hmm. who runs, U, uh, they ran UPN yeah. at the time, now CW. Uh, he was watching on a feed, so there was a camera on top of the on top of the screen where we were reading. And as soon as I finished reading, and then Will read with me, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I, I finished my audition, the phone rang, and Will picked it up and it was like, "Yeah, Les, yeah, yeah, 
And then I'm, as I'm walking out the room, so I'm like, they're either saying that's the guy or they're saying that's absolutely not the guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they called, they called and said, you, you're the guy. Well, congratulations. What a great story. Yeah, that is a good story. What a great story. Um, you, now, is uh, your wife from the East Coast? My wife is from Germany. My wife is from Gudeslow, Germany. She's black. She's black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were about to sign. Hey, they got black Germans yeah, over there. But Tom, we was about to sign <laughs> out you for a second. Like, no, you know, I, I, I knew she was black. She's German baby. Oh. Well, we haven't seen the baby yet. I've, seen, I've oh, seen pictures of the baby. That's good. No, that's She's good. German so. chocolate. Her, my, my wife's father is African from Togo. Okay. And her mother is the whitest white woman you would ever see in your life. Wow. 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 Good. Wow. Now, how did y'all meet? Yeah. Uh, she was actually at a show I did in Hollywood. I did when I used to do a, a all death with Russell Simmons. We did the Wednesday night show. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And she came. She came to a tape to a to a show one night, and I and my niece was there. If you, a lot of people mistake my niece for my daughter because I always have her with me. The light skinned girl. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? No disrespect. I used to think y'all was dating. No, for real, because I, they, Tony said it. He, they're together all the time, and she's not yeah. like a, she doesn't. She's you know, grown woman. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I was my like, sister, my sister yeah. is my right hand. Right, right. My yeah. my right hand. Good hand. people. So what what separated her, your wife, from all the other women? Did you know right then and there? No, no, no. You know what? She knew, and she just oh, wouldn't let up. Damn. Good. Okay. I, st- I listen. I still wanted to be a playboy. I still wanted to live the Hollywood lifestyle. She was just like, no, no, no. It's over. Say <laughs> say goodbye. Good, wow. good. You you look you look really happy. And you listened. You you look really happy. Yeah, you look good, T. Yeah, you yeah. Look I'm, good. I'm very I'm very happy. The baby's the best thing that ever happened in my life. Now let me ask you this: Wait, hold, hold, up, hold, up, hold up, hold up. You 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 don't say he looks good. You say he looks happy. No, but okay. yeah, it's, 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 you don't do that. You no, don't oh, tell a bad. New York guy you look good. Hey man, you look okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, now you now look like he was on re in rehab. You can't say that. You oh, my bad. Hey, Tone, I want to you, you look happy, man. I want to know out of all the Rock Brothers, can y'all ball? Oh, I can ball. I can ball. I don't know. The rest of the, the, the rest of my brothers play for exercise. I really play. <laughs> no, do you have game though? I got game. Yes. Okay, he thinks. He thinks he's our resident baller. He thinks he can ball. UNLV. No, I know here. I can ball. I know I can ball. Oh, I, no, I can. I can give you. I can give you some buckets. I give you some buckets. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Now, and we have to ask him what we. We have a thing where we were asking um, who are different comedians. Okay. Who yeah. you are as far as basketball? Right. Like who? Like um, who? We said like we said Kevin Hart was like. like what, your LeBron, brother would be Chris. Who would you say Chris would be? No, uh, Chris is up there, so yeah. Chris has won championships. I would say he's. We can't uh, say. Jordan. Oh, compared. You yeah. saying compared to basketball? Yeah, yeah, compared to basketball. So like your brother would be like. So a, who would your brother what, be? Yeah, who would you say my, your brother is? My brother is uh, Dr. J. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Why is that? That's no. I'd say he won more championships yeah. than Dr. J. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, but I say that because Dr. J begat this guy, and then that guy begat that guy. So okay, if, okay. it depends. Depending on your generation, okay. you're gonna say Michael Jordan. Right. But okay. Dr. J was Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan. Right. Exactly. Depending on okay. your generation, you'll okay. say Kobe Bryant. But okay. Kobe Bryant. But Dr. J was Kobe Bryant before Kobe Bryant. Uh, he's the first one to ever said something like route, that. If you're gonna go all the way back to that, and then you have to say Connie Hawkins was Dr. J before then. Yeah, but see, that's your generation. I, yeah, I'm right, not familiar with Connie Hawkins. He's yeah. a New Yorker, though. All right, so Connie oh, Hawk- yeah, yeah, Connie Hawkins from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, you can be Ke- modest about it. Ke- no, Kevin Hart would be who? Who do we say? I forgot. Um, I forgot. My my question. We who are you? We can't David Chappelle. Kevin Jordan? Hart. Kevin Hart would be. Uh, 
Kevin Hart would got to be somebody that's like changed the game some kind of Steph way. Curry. Kevin Hart would be Steph Curry. I just okay. said it's Steph Curry. Right, yeah. Steph Curry. Okay. Now you could be modest. Who will you be? Yeah. Uh, I would be. I would be Dwayne Wade. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a good choice. That's All right, why, why, okay, now. why? Why Dwayne uh, Wade? Though? Because my championships would be always tied to somebody else. Yeah, oh. but I, I can. So you yeah. say? So you saying you tied to your brother? Yeah, I, of course. I mean, it's, une- it's inevitable. So okay. if I win a chip, they, Dwayne Wade won a chip. Oh, Shaq did it. Well, LeBron. Dwayne Wade won a chip again. Oh, it's because of Chris Bosh and, and well, LeBron. LeBron. Okay. Everything Tony Rock does is oh, it's Chris's brother. So. I would always be tied to. We always gonna be tied together forever. Right. Yeah, but yeah. you won your first one on your own with yeah. all of us. Right. You won your, you won your first yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. You won. So like yeah. Dwayne Wade won his first one on his own, but you but, won. But I, well, not but really because he had Shaq. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had Shaq though. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. His first one was with Alonzo and them. Shaquille was with no, the Shaq first was there. One, Shaq was there. Shaq was on his Shaq, first one. Yeah. Shaq came yeah. from L.A. and won yeah. the first year there. But his first one to me would be. You would be an, an honesty. It would be Chauncey Billups. No, Chauncey no, Billups didn't no, win no Pistons. Champions. He won with the. He with won the two back to back. Yeah. No, that Pistons. was a great team, though. That was a, that was an yeah. ensemble. Yeah, but, Chauncey didn't do that by himself. Yeah. Right. That was yeah. Okay. I, I I go with Dwayne Wade. No, I could yeah, Dwayne Wade. I, I like Dwayne, that. I, yeah. Dwayne I say Dwayne Wade and and booking all of us was remember remember Dwayne Wade in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. yeah. Marquette. Okay. That was his breakout. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. all of us for me. It was yeah. like, oh, let's take notice to this guy. Okay. That was Dwayne Wade at Marquette in the NCAA tournament. It yeah. was like, this guy's going to be a problem. Hey. That was all of us. Me and and then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And then everything else would be, you know, the championships are tied to somebody else. That's good. How, how do you feel since we talk about being tied? How, because I remember we were doing Chocolate Sundays at the time, and um, there was everybody was talking about Chris Rock's brothers coming out. Chris Rock's brothers coming out. Like nobody really knew who you were. You know what I'm saying? Um, how do you feel about being tied to your brother? Do you have any type of? Do you have any sibling rivalry, or y'all y'all just good? You know, what is that? No, 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 no sibling rivalry. And I totally understand it because it's almost a testament to how good my brother is. That's what it is. People don't realize that. I look at it for what it really is. Right. He's so good that anybody else behind him is like, oh, that's Chris Rock's brother. Right. Now, if he was, if they don't, no disrespect, but they don't say Guy Tory is Joe Tory's brother because they're equal. Right, right. yeah, right. yeah, and that's, the rivalry is them because both right. of yeah. them. They don't yeah. say Sean yeah. Wayans is Damon Wayans' brother because Damon's bl- blows him away. Right, right, right. Now, how's George? But they say, t- they say Tony and Chris because it's like, damn, depending on what you like, you could go either way. Right. Yeah. Now, that's where does Jordan fit in at? Oh, Jordan's my favorite comedian of all, of, Jordan's my favorite comedian in the world right now. You know, yeah, his brother, his brother. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah let me ask you a question about that though. Why did he? Because he was actually making big noise out here. Why did he go back east? Uh, Jordan is a, more of a realist. Jordan is uh, he came when he booked the show on Netflix. He booked the show Love on Netflix. They paid for him to move to LA. They paid for the show shoots in LA. We're gonna give you a stipend to move all your stuff. Once the show got canceled. He's like, I'm going right back home because I'm not going to be out here and play this game. And like that. Hopefully, I get a part. I'm going to go back home, work, live comfortably. And then if the opportunity arises to come back out, then I'll do that. But right. he's like, you know, he's he's comfortable. He, he's the baby, so he can always go get a hot plate of food for my mother. Right. And my, all of the brothers take care of him. <laughs> and, you know. So really, he, he's probably the smartest one out of all of y'all. Like, look, He I'm absolutely gonna, is. Yeah. I should have left as soon as all of us got canceled. I should have right. went back home. Okay. Now, how did this is, we way past this, but how did you get into stand-up? 
Oh man. Uh, great question. Uh, so I'll try to make it short, but it's a long story. So it's okay, Tony. We got five minutes. My my uh my father is the oldest of fifteen children. God, wow, y'all be getting it. Okay, in. just to, just to give you a, a picture for you, my father's the oldest of fifteen. Wow, my father is the big uncle to all my nephews and nieces. I mean, all my cousins. I mean, all my girl cousins and boy cousins. My my dad is the big uncle. To all of my uncles, my dad and aunts, my dad is big bro. So whatever big bro says goes. Okay, okay. And my father's very extremely family oriented. So every one of my siblings' birthdays, my father would have a cookout or a birthday party for my siblings and myself. And he would demand that all of his brothers and sisters show up with all of their children. Wow. So that was a hell of a party you guys had. Yes. And every birthday, I, I can't remember a birthday that wasn't a house full of rocks and cousins and, co- and nieces and just running around the house. And I have uncles that have literally missed their calling. I have uncles that are so funny, they could go on stage right now and wing it and do a hot 10. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I'm a comedian, so I know how how hard and difficult a hot tin is. Right. They could do a hot tin right now. Wow. There you go. Wow. So, so I just remember look. from my childhood, my uncles telling stories with all of my family around, right? And I just remember how captivated everybody in the room would be watching this one guy tell this amazing story. And I just thought that that was a superpower. To be able to stand there in a backyard and tell a story and people are spitting their food out and laughing and crying and holding their stomachs. And I just thought, damn, if I could do that, that would be amazing if I could be able to do that. Then my parents would go up. My father would take my mother out to lunch sometimes. My dad was a very loving father and husband. He would take my mom out for lunch or take her out shopping. And the brothers would be left to their own devices. And I would go and listen to their records and put on, you know, Ray Charles and I would go put on Commodores. And, and then one day I put this Richard Pryor album on and it's almost like my ears were baptized. Like I had never heard anything like this to compare it to other than my uncle in the backyard. And I thought, damn, like, this is incredible. And I would go to school and tell Richard Pryor jokes on the school bus. Hmm. And my mother was a teacher at the school I went to. (laughs) So when I would get in trouble, teachers would send me to my mother's classroom, not the principal's office. (laughs) That's funny. And one of the teachers told my one of the teachers told my mother, hey, he's he's I think he's in class doing Richard Pryor. I think that's it sounds familiar. He's telling. So my mother would get home and she's like, were you listening to this? And I said, yeah. She's like, he, that's what he does. She had to explain to me. That's his job. He travels the world. He does this and he does movies and TV shows and he gets paid to do this. And I'm thinking, well, I saw, you know, Uncle Jerome do the same thing. And he's not. And she's like, yeah, it's different. <laughs> and when I saw Richard Pryor on TV the first time, I said, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. Now, you seem. Um, yeah, that was a long story. But um yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Now, that was a short version. Now, now you, you, uh, it really is interesting to me that you have such a male upbringing and a male foundation. What, what does your wife teach you about 
being more on the sensitive side that you that that helps you? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good. Well, I have I have two sisters that I love like tremendously. Like my, I say this all the time. I don't care about like people's lists. Who's the best? Who's funny? Who's not? But I care. I, I don't care about none of that. As long as my sisters think I'm funny, right. I'm good. Anything I do, anything I do in Hollywood, I do a TV show. I don't care what the critics say. I don't care if my sister says good job. I'm good. That's all. My sister's happiness is. The, the most important to me wow. when I got my first check from shooting the pilot for all of us, the first thing I did was pay my sister's college tuition. Wow. 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 They're younger than you. They're, they're both younger. Yes. They're both young. And that's it. Like, so I, I'm very, I'm, excuse me. No, he, 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 give, he gave me a look like I was looking at him. That he, that was a dumb question. A, that's not a dumb question. You could love your sister could be older and you still pay for it. What, what's, what is the wrong? No, he would have said I paid my sister's um, student loan off. But he—it's obvious that they're younger, because well, because to me, what? to you, it's to always me. to you, Louis. Well, it should be. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But I, I want. What, what are you see? What I got to deal with? <laughs> what are two things that is going to be most important for you to teach your son? Uh, okay. First and foremost, get the work done first. Mm-hmm. Get the work done first, because young people, especially when my, my son's going to get to an age where hanging out with dad. Hopefully, God forbid it, it never happens, but. You're going to get to an age where like hanging out with dad's not the top, not on top of his list, you know, not a big priority. So it's like I got my, he got his own life. And when he gets to that point, then it's the girls and the parties and clothes and sneakers and, you know, maybe getting a car one day. And a lot of times I notice that teenagers, they want to do all that other stuff, that cool stuff and skip the work. Right. But the work makes that all possible. Right. So, like, I know he's going to want to go to party. Dad, can I go to a party? It's the best, it's the biggest party of the year. Get the work done first. When you get the work done first, that makes everything else better. Mm-hmm. If And what I'm saying is, like, miss, miss a party when you're in the ninth grade. Miss a party in the 10th grade. Don't worry about your clothes in the 11th grade. Don't worry about how cool you are and how popular you are in 12th grade. Get the work done first. Pay attention to the work. Because then when you get the work done first, the girls are finer, the parties mm-hmm. are better, the money's bigger, the cars are nicer. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get the work done first, then in the future, you end up working for someone that got the work done first. Right. So right. now you resent your job, you resent your boss, because you're looking at the manifestation of what it looks like to get the work done first. Great. So get the work done first, it makes everything else better in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great advice. Uh, just a play in the pimp. You'll be like us. Getting, getting the work working done. for working here on a, with yeah. 17 listeners yeah. interviewing him. him so get the work done first what um uh, any subject that you won't touch in comedy yeah no there you go so well that's that's a straight up answer um and why is that uh because it's all about your writing everybody every first of all everything is funny everything mm-hmm. is funny yes. if you give it enough time you can't say a 9-11 joke on 9-12. Right. Too soon. All right. Gotcha. But two years later, let's go. Now, 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 the, now the, the onus is on the comedian. If you're a true comedian, how are you going to write this joke that's going to be funny, not offensive, and also have some thought behind it? Right. The best comics, in my opinion, the best comics, their material has thought behind it. So it's not just laughing. Just laughing is a, a pie in the face. Yeah, you're, you're laugh and think. That's what the real comics do. 
you're on a no remorse comedy tour right now. And, yes, shout uh, out to Mike Epps. And but when you do some dates, because I've noticed you have like Joe Fox open for you. How do you choose who's and why they open for you? What, what do you look for when you when you? Uh, okay, so I used to be Tracy Morgan's opening act, mm-hmm. and Tracy Morgan gave me so much game when I was in that green room waiting between shows. I just remember, like, just some of the stuff that Tracy would tell me, and Tracy. Tracy would always say, like, when you get in my position, do the same thing for the next guy. You don't owe me anything. Just do the same thing for the next guy when you're in my seat. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember vividly, I'll try to be short again. Uh, we did Caroline's Comedy Club one night. And I went on stage and I was I was on fire. I was in New York and I was, you know, making my name in New York and paying my dues. And I went on stage at that first show and I was on fire. And I came off stage and Tracy said, you're done. You're done. And I thought I did something wrong. And he's like, you're done. You're not, I don't want you featuring for me anymore. You're done. And I was upset because I thought maybe I offended him and maybe I did something on stage that he was going to talk about. And I stepped on his material. I didn't know what was going on. Right. And then he said, I don't want you featuring for me, for me anymore. Go be a star. Mm-hmm. You, he's, I'm holding you back, keeping you as a feature. And then he said, you see all those comics on the wall in the back of the club? Like, comics would come every night and just line the walls to watch Tracy. You see all those guys? Those guys would be happy for me, would be happy featuring for me forever. I don't want that for you. You're a star. You're done. Go be a star. And that was the last night I featured to Tracy Morgan. Mm. But, I, but I never forgot. He said, do the same thing for the next comic when you're in my position. And as soon as I got that seat where I was the headliner and I was selling tickets and I could, you know, dictate the show some in somewhat i said hey i want to start bringing my own features and they let me bring my own features and i would just pick guys that i knew weren't going out that much that i thought were really funny that i thought really had material that you know people would like and you know they had a little thought behind the, the stuff they were doing they wasn't just pie in the face and i started taking guys on the road and as i started taking guys on the road the same thing would happen i would take i took leonard oots mm-hmm. and leonard oots got bumped up the headline i took jordan rock Jordan Rock got bumped at the headline. So now I have Joe Fox and I have Trey Elliott. And hopefully one day they'll say, hey, man, I can't feature because I'm headlining this week in another city. And that'll right. be no. that's that's all due to Tracy. Tracy gave me that 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 gym. And I'm always going to do that. Well, them guys are no longer welcome at the dime. <laughs> no, Joe Fox is a nice guy, but I don't Joe, see him bumping up the feature. He'll be with you for a while. <laughs> see, we don't have this kind of conversation. See, we don't, we don't, we don't bump each other up here. <laughs> oh yeah, we can yeah, never yeah, we stay in our we'll lane. We'll never be able yeah, to bump we, up yeah, over we, here. Yeah, we, we, none of us wants to be hey, ahead. I have a question, Tone, um, because I think it's like Lewis said something about you know, back to your family. One, do you plan on having more kids? And two, do you? Like, does your wife have a big family to the point where you can see your side of the family being like the family you grew up in? I want to have I want to have another child. I want one more. Okay. Just because I want Charleston. My son's name is Charleston. I want Charleston to have somebody to get through the world with. Mm. So, you know, I know, you know, the sad part about it is I'm not going to be here for him forever. Right. He will. And when I go, I hope that I have he has a sibling. Because when my dad passed, my dad passed and my brother Brian, the brother that's right under me. If I didn't have Brian, I'd probably be in a straitjacket right now. Right. Now, do y'all still have So we, ta- we literally, like, pulled each other up off the floor and were like, let's right. get through the world together now right. without that. Let's, let's, 
And I want that for Charleston. Now, do y'all still have the big family gatherings and all of that? Yeah, man, this last Thanksgiving was unbelievable. It's the first time we were all together in a couple of years. It was unbelievable. The, the, the family got to meet Charleston, and my cousins got to meet him for the first time. It was oh, it was unbelievable. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. How many, I, I how, many it. how many turkeys did you have? Uh, two. We had a fried turkey, and then we had the regular turkey. But we had we had filet mignon, and we oh, had okay. some, some shrimp, and we had some, it was it was it was amazing. With all them people you describe, I know it ain't no take home place. Yeah, it ain't no take home place. Ain't nobody got, <laughs> ain't no aluminum foil in that house. <laughs> yeah. uh, I understand. And Dan. the second part of your question, Dan, is uh, yeah. wifey's the only child. Oh, is she? Oh, wow. So how yeah. is she, how is she in terms of like obviously in terms of having a bit, another child, but how is she dealing with your family? Because that's that can she, she doesn't dynamic. understand. She yeah. has no idea. Like this is the thing. Wifey has no idea that you can argue with someone over the phone, curse somebody out, and then be like, "All right, you want to eat?" Like, what's up? Oh wow, wow! Well, and me and my brothers, we go at it. It's something. Shut you better shut the man. Do it. What you gonna do? And then it's like, "Yo, you going outside? Yeah, let's go." <laughs> right. Now, can you take Chris? I could take my whole. I could take everybody. There you go. Why would you want him to fight his brother? But you know Jeff be on some. He said argue. That's that's yeah, that's yeah. just ridiculous. Tony, we apologize. He just for this said thing. that he, he loves him. The question. Yeah, but he answered because sometimes stars and, and, answer dumb yeah. questions. And, Tony, and, and Chris could be listening to this, and then all of a sudden, no, no, Chris is not. Chris is not. Okay, but just see the shit I have to deal with. I never take these motherfuckers. They are never open for me. Well, you're right, Jeff. We'll never open for you. Charleston, I understand from talking to you, is really into music. Oh man, no, no, you know what we do when I, when it's daddy time. When daddy has him alone, I do music appreciation. Mm-hmm. So I go on my uh, direct TV, and one day we'll do the funk. We'll just do funk, and we listen to Parliament, and we listen to uh, we listen to Brothers Johnson, and we mm-hmm. listen to uh, Commodores. We we just go funk, okay. and then one day I have him, and it's like okay, rap without the curses. We do you know happy rap. I let him listen to that. <laughs> then one day we'll do neo soul. One day we do R and B. It's like I want him to really appreciate. The, the music, not, the, not so much the lyrics. I like get into the instrumentation and just like really vibe out. And when I put, put it on and he's playing with his cars, you can see him like, sometimes he'll even stop and look at the TV, like, like almost like, who's this? Like, right. you know, okay. and I, I love it. Good for you. Hey, we have a couple, before we let you go, and we really appreciate it, some yeah. things that we do, things you do well and things you don't do well. Uh, can you okay. cook? I cannot cook well. Okay. I cook enough to survive. I can't cook well. Fair enough. Can you golf? I cannot golf at all. I top golf, but top golf is just like, you know, drinking and girls and, you know, so not, no. Yeah, that's not golf, too. Yeah. But you can ball, though. I can ball and I can box. I can play baseball. I can play football. Uh, I was a super athlete in high school. My my, my coach in high school said, Rock, you're a tremendous athlete. Now if you could just pass a class. There you go. Did you you box in New York? I boxed for about... Five, four or five years. Okay, okay. That's good. Did you go? Yeah, my did oldest you brother, my oldest brother was uh my hero growing up. Right. And he went he was back and forth in prison. You know, he was he had a he had a hard life. But every time he got out of prison, it was like, I'm gonna make sure you guys know how to fight, know how to take care of yourself, you guys are street smart. And he trained me and we started going to the gym. And it was a thing that I would do to, to spend time with him. At first I loved it because I got to spend time with him. Then right. I actually started loving it. Right. Yeah. Um uh, you um can you can you um Play an instrument? Not well, no. I'd say the answer, if it's a yes or no, I'd say no. I could. I used to play the recorder in high school. I could dabble on the piano, but no, not well, no. 
Uh, get to his question. Poet is. He's, he's I'm not going to ask him that question. There was a question I would usually ask comedians, but he's a star, and I'm not going to ask him that question. Wow. I have a I have a question though. Go go. Shoot. I'm an open your, book, man. I have. There's, your, there's no question I won't answer. Show. Yeah. No. When, did, when did you start being allowed? You're a guest here. You don't. You've asked enough questions. So Chris, I mean Tony. See you kind of see that you don't even know who it is. I'm messing with y'all, Tony. Your son. Are you going to? specialize him in any type of sport or, you know, introduce him to him and say, you know, like, you know, like the Williams sisters or Tiger Woods, are you going to try to do anything like that with your son? Uh, I, whatever sport he likes that he gravitates to, I will put everything into right. making sure he plays it very well. But I want him to experience every sport because the best athletes play very many sports. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So like really good basketball players. Look at a guy like Joel Embiid, very good basketball player. His footwork comes from when he played soccer, soccer as a child. Yeah. Tim Duncan, amazing basketball player. Swimming. His movement with the basketball comes from him being a swimmer as a child. Yep. Yeah. So I want my kid to play golf. I'm going to play baseball. I'm going to play everything. And then put that energy and the movement into whatever sport he loves. I hope it's baseball. I hope it's baseball because it's guaranteed contracts and we need more black baseball players, American black baseball players, so that American black kids can pick up this great sport. That's the sport I should have stuck with, baseball. Okay. Jeff, oh, yeah, okay. okay. Hey, listen. Uh, they don't think I'm a great athlete, I want, but I can beat both of them Okay, you, the word great is what you should remove. Yeah. You were an athlete. Yeah, we never said you couldn't no, play. Right. We just said, said you wasn't great at it. super athletes. You see how he different? Yeah, I Sorry about that, Tom. Sorry about that. Listen, uh, I want to uh, thank you. Um, and uh, I really like what you said about Charleston to have another uh, sibling so he can get through the world. With. Yeah, that was nice. That was really nice. Yeah, man. He's Listen, you raised, I'm raising a black baby in America. So I'm very fearful that, you know, God forbid anything happened to me or his mother. Now he's in this world that doesn't care for him at all by himself. Right. So at least if he has a sibling, and I'm trying to make my wife understand that, at least if he has a sibling, then I can go, okay, you two guys are together on everything. You never leave your brother behind. Like band of brothers, literally, you know? Right. And, and also when you said, listen to Richard Pryor, your ears were baptized. That was, that yeah, was it's like when you, it's like you know when you hear something for the first time and you can't even you, it doesn't relate to anything else. You like first time I heard Run DMC suck MCs, it was like, wait, what is this? It was like my ears couldn't, my brain couldn't fathom what I was listening to because I had never heard anything like it before. To say this is like that, right. and that's the same thing with Richard Pryor. Just to hear him and hear the audience in the background laughing and like the, the, the I couldn't paint a picture because I had never seen a guy on stage before. So it was like, what is this? I couldn't. It was baptism of my ears. Well, man, hey, listen, I, I truly thank you, man, for taking the time out, Rock. And I know you're busy. OG, anytime. O anytime OG. I just want to say this. Um, I don't know you as well as these guys, though, but I respect your comedy. If you're in L.A. and you live here, he would never invite you. But we're at the Regency West every Thursday night. Your brother used to come there all the time. You're more than welcome to come and grace and bless the stage. We would love to have what, you. What, what, that's, wait, which one is That's the one in, in uh, Lemur Park. Park. Off of 43rd. I heard about, we were, wait, some comics were talking about that. Yeah. About yeah, two was, weeks ago, I was yeah. at the Laugh Factory and some comics were upstairs talking about the Regency West. Yeah. And it's no. like a restaurant, I think? No. No, no it's, it's a, a, it's a, a you do comedy. comedy. It, was a, it was once known as the Comedy Act Theater. 
Oh, oh, Michael Williams. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we yes. now do a comedy show so every Tony, Thursday. Tony, Tony we know you, we know you don't go past the ten, but just try it sometime. It's not. It's okay. It's safe now. <laughs> Lewis doesn't promote it, and Lewis. Yeah. We know you don't come past the ten freeway. What are you good? Lewis, well, I will let you know, my friend. If it's every Thursday, I'm gonna pull up on y'all one Thursday. Yeah, you gotta let us know um, because Lewis won't promote it. He doesn't call favors and ask his celebrity friends. What is it? Eight o'clock show, ten o'clock show. What's it's what is eight thirty show? It goes to 8.30 to about 11. Yeah. I will see you there, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, T-Rod, be up, baby. Much love to you and your wife and Charleston. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Peace. That was great. What? That's a star. No, that was an interview. That was a great interview. That was a great interview. I enjoyed talking to you. I did, too. Jeff almost fucked it up. I thought you spoke a little too much. Okay, you got to tell me, man. Pull me back. I, th- I think you're starting to feel it like you're actually part of this. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Just I'm just visiting. visiting. I mean, Poetis, she was doing like this, like, okay, t- stop it. She was like, stop. Poetis is like, I can't believe this. You know, it's like, come on, man. I apologize for thinking that I belong here. Yeah, you need to really check yourself. <laughs> God uh, it. No, it was, uh, pre- it was fun. It was. Uh, it was fun. Did you have fun? Not Jeff? Really. Not Jeff, really. Jeff, Jeff is angry. What did you do and to he the said, and he said, and I've been try- gone. Something you did something to me. No, and he's trying to act like it's me, saying that I got an attitude. He's, you know, you know what it is. What? His wife's not in town. No, that's not it at all. His wife's not in town. Jeff, that's what it is. I just figured out what it is. Backed up. His wife's not in town. Okay, I've just figured out what it is. His wife's not in town. That's not it at all. And he goes, see, but he's like Chicago pimp. He's not going to say that's why. No, he's not going to say that's why. If it was that, I would tell you. He was. I would just figured it out. And I'm going to tell you how I know because he he dropped me off at the house because I left my car at the house and he waited until I went in. So he actually was concerned about it. So that. I was like, yeah, his, his this nigga got some issues. Yeah, his wife. Okay. No, I mean, no, it's not issues. Do. Don't hit me. I'm that's just saying. That's what you do when you drop somebody off. You make sure that they get in. Right. I mean, you know, that's that, that's just common courtesy. That is common. Yeah, man, come yeah, on. Just Lewis, to make sure you, you know better than that. such a scary ass. Yeah, Lewis, <laughs> come on. Hey, listen. No, he's, please, no, we got to go, but we want to make sure we shout out um, Melody Melody. <laughs> Melly Camacho. Camacho's Why do you movie. want to make her white? I, I just the, the the movie. Please uh, get with a group of people to watch it, oh. so y'all only have to pay like seventy five cents a piece. <laughs> Don't pay the full. Dude. Oh. I would say get five people and y'all both man, that's cold that's y'all cold, both man. chip in. My fuckers gonna be happy when you pass. Uh, damn, yeah. this shit is vicious around they here. Are. They're gonna be so happy when he dies. I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna be sad only too, because we ain't gonna have the show going on. No. I'm gonna be sad. I'll probably cry and shed a few tears. But vast majority of comedians be like, "Man, it's about time. It's long it's, overdue." It's listen. Uh, thank you, boss lady, uh, and of course to our other producer, Sheena. Who's that? Sheena was the one that you said was she was working out, and you didn't know who she was. Right. And oh. Her chili. Because I saw I was in the car and I saw her coming from working out too, and the first thing I thought about was you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, thank you. No, I After wasn't thinking about it. No, she day. did not look like she was home. She just looked like she right. had been working out. Right. Okay. Thank you, Portis, and anybody if you in LA, our show every Thursday night, the Regency was. Is it every Thursday now? Yes. yes. Well, when am I gonna get booked? That's he's the booker. Oh, I'm just the talent. I'm just oh, <laughs> but he's hosting next week. Okay, so well, he should maybe he'll book but you. You said something that was you know that was good last night. What? You know you did. What did I say? I'm the funniest out of them all. Yeah, I did. I said that. See, and he thinks I hate him. Are y'all related? No, we just okay. yeah sibling, we are sibling rivalry. We are related. Yeah, and I will whoop his ass every time. I know Jeff. I know. Yes. 
I just agree because I don't. <laughs> shout out to, uh, oh, I want to say this Look real quick. Look how small y'all look compared to I want to sh- say this. Uh, shout out. Today is uh, the anniversary Don't they look small compared to me? My seat went back down. The, the, uh, <laughs> it did. It did. I want to uh, say, though. I want to say uh, today is uh, the anniversary of Code 3's mom passing. So peace to her heart. Um, okay. She's, Are we supposed uh, to sign off on Who's that? Code 3? That's, that's, don't worry about it. Okay. Well. Um, okay. I tell my dad to try to buy her a drink. <laughs> oh my god, that's cold, man. But uh, so I like the Lord to know I have peace, nothing. And peace to, to anybody's heart who, who's missing the one they love. Yeah, happy Black History Month. Hey, yes, happy Black History Month. We're out. We're out. About hosting a podcast? Let us show you how to host, market, and monetize your podcast like a pro. Sign up for our next podcast class on February 12th, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Register today and get $50 off. For more info, visit our website at morrismediastudios.com or click the link below. Get your podcast started today.